The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from St. X High School. I'm looking, it's called RDI Stadium uh, out here on the campus of St. X on North Bend Road, high up above the field, uh, climbing Mount Bomber. That'd be, that'd be Balaban here. Field. Balaban Field. Uh, yeah, that's right. There's so many names now. They sell the rights and so forth that I never can remember all the all that. But we're here, guys, uh, following a what, what beyond an exciting finish last week, uh, uh, triple overtime win. Elder knocks off Cole Rain, and uh, it, it, if they're not fired up and motivated after a game like that to get in here and uh, get back to business, and 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 literally, guys, uh, the last time they were here, they were greatly embarrassed, fifty-two to fourteen. So I guess if there was a uh, a line on this game as far as the Vegas, uh, you know, the only way somebody would be taking Elder would be like take the points and go Elder because uh, they're greatly underdogs coming in here tonight. And I think Doug's okay with that. Yeah, I, I do too. It, it is what it is, as they say. Uh, uh, everybody knows Everybody knows what each other are going to do. Uh, Elder comes in uh, six up and five down, seventh in the region. And St. X is uh, coming in at nine and two, uh, but last week, guys, I, I called it an instant classic. Uh, I'm going to give you some stats real quick from the uh, Elder Corain game. Corain outrushed Elder by 220 yards, 464 yards to 44. They doubled Elder in the rushing attempts, 58 to 27. Elder doubled Corain in the time of possession, though, 40 minutes to 20 minutes. And Elder, which was their lifesaver. They converted four or five fourth-down conversions, which let them win the game. So a lot of times you just can't depend on the stats, but it was a lot of things that didn't go Elder's way last week against the Coleraine Cardinals at the pit, but Elder found a way to win. Steve, uh, Elder has seen every type of football team this year. They played uh, what I, I would call murderer's row. Uh, the, you know, we had the... The, the Blues of uh, late September, uh, loss after loss after loss, three in a row, playing uh, Lakewood St. Ed's, Louisville St. X, and then, you know, since uh, the Bombers here. And, uh, and each one of those teams have different qualities, different styles, and different, uh, you know, speed. But you, you've seen it all, so nothing's going to shock you here tonight. No, nothing's going to shock you. Plus, obviously, they, they've seen St. X. They know what St. X is going to do. And uh, coming off a 52-14 to 14 win, St. X isn't going to be changing anything. They're going to make Elder be the team that, that makes the changes. The last time they went into overtime against Moeller, they, they lost the, the next week. But that, in regular season, it's a little bit different. Uh, this, this is, you know, survive in advance. you got to win. So the team's not going to be down for a couple reasons. One, you know, they're coming off that, that, that win last week. Uh, two, they're in the playoffs. And three... You know, they, they, they need to, you know, rectify themselves, you know, redeem themselves from, from uh, you know, what happened out here last time. And we'll talk about that game a little bit more, um, you know, as, as we move on down. But 
until three minutes to go in the, the second quarter, things were looking fairly good, 14-14 to 14 for the Elder Panthers. And then the, the wheels fell off the wagon for about three minutes, and then that, you know, it, it just, uh, Elder could just not recover. You know, Mark, you said it so well when at the end of the year, Doug said he wanted his team to improve. And, and right now, second week of the playoffs, they are improving, and they have improved. They won four out of their last five. Uh, St. X, on the other hand, lost two games in the last three weeks of the regular season, but they're on a two-game winning streak. But uh, if you look at the numbers tonight, uh, you know, Coleraine averages 41 points a game on offense, and they only give up a, pol- a poultry 14 points on defense. Elder, on the other hand, is the same exact offensive. They, they score 31 and a half points, and they give up exactly the same, 31 and a half points. So on paper, this is like, you know, Elder's traveling out to their home field here at St. X. Elder has no way they should win this game. However, Doug Ramsey said at Dance Club on Tuesday that all the pressure is on St. X because of what I just said. Everybody's expecting St. X to win. Here comes Elder. Uh, just let it fly, let it happen, make plays, and, and see where the chips fall at the end of the evening. Steve, uh, last week, the 55-48 knockoff of Colerain, there were moments in that game, and, and I think that the thing that you see with other teams is they uh, this year, they, they just seem, when, when they take control of things, they lose control. And last week, you know, there were sections of that game. They just couldn't get anything done. But when they got into the overtime period, they really focused in and went to town. And, and uh, you know, they, they just don't have the depth, though, to let that happen again. Uh, you know, we, we talked earlier about, you know, they went into halftime. You know, they, they were in. Everything was, you know, within reasonable, manageable uh, grasp. And then a 99-yard uh, return. By St. X, it's just like the air inflated out of the team, and after that, it just kind of fell apart. Snowballed. Right, and you talk about you know, the, the last time these two teams, uh, until uh, it was 14-14 to 14 until 3-16 to go in the second quarter, and, and um, they were able to uh, uh, kill them on a one-yard uh, dive into the end zone, wet 21-14 um, with, with 3-16 to go. Uh, with uh, no time on the clock, they, they, Roe Miller hit a field goal, uh, 24-14, 10 points at, at half. You know, we're up here doing our, our halftime thing saying, you know, St. X gets the ball first, Elder needs to get a stop, get on the board, and then right the ship. Things were looking pretty good. And, and then uh, a, a, a 99-yard uh, return by Kemper uh, put 12 seconds off the clock. He ran out a little bit faster than I would have. And uh, with, with within uh, a, a three-minute and uh, – 28-second period of that game. It went from 14-14 to to 31-14, and that was game, set, match right there. It's like it it was just so hard for Elder to come back, and they had to start taking risks, and, you know, a lot of things happened. But another thing that happened in this game, and I'll let you, um, you know, Peyton Ramsey um, only had um, two rushes for five yards, and, and three receptions for a total, 12 yards, 17 yards offense. He's, he's you know, over 100 yards most games, uh, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, 1,000 yards on the season. And, he, you know, he had, uh, you know, 12 yards uh, in receptions and 17 yards total. 
And offensively, Elder only rushed the ball for 11 yards as a team, where, where uh, St. X, perfectly balanced offense, 214 on, on, you know, on the ground or on the air and 254 on the ground. So, you know, St. X, like I said, they're not changing what they, what they do. Yeah, I mean, everything you're saying is right. <clears throat> Excuse me, but that was in week five, and, and, and Elder won four out of their last five. And, and uh, looking at last week's game real quickly, Drew Ramsey, 141 yards rushing and four timing, and he also caught 10 passes for 111 yards. So uh, the thing that, I mean, that's important because Ben Hamilton and Drew Ramsey have, have the, uh, they, they got, they're on the same page, no doubt. But it's nice to see uh, Andrew Harb coming into his own uh, as well. And uh, Justin Ray, the quickest guy on the team, uh, coming into his own as well. So uh, it seems like Elder has changed a little bit on offense. They have more weapons. They've pretty much decided, I think, in the St. X game the first time that they needed to spread the field more. They've done that. They're more accustomed to it. So things have changed probably more for the Elder Panthers than it has for St. X because, as Steve pointed out, St. X doesn't need to change anything. They're strong across the board on offense. They're strong across the board on defense. And uh, that's pretty much what they have. Well, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show coming to you from St. X High School where tonight the Elder Panthers and the St. X Bombers in round two in the Division I Region 4 playoffs will match up. We're going to take our first time out. We come back, we're going to look at multiple things, but we're going to look at uh, other matchups in the area and around the state and also look at this game in detail when we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we're back at St. X High School. It's Elder, it's X, round two 
it's the playoffs. Uh, the only difference between last time and this time is uh, uh, the loser turns in the equipment on Monday. Uh, the winner goes on to play. And, guys, uh, you know, the St. X Bombers uh, defending Division One state champs. Uh, I, I know the, they they know all about this. They're, they're smelling blood. They want to get back and, and defend that, get that back-to-back. And uh, I would say at 9-2, people are probably saying, yeah, they probably are ranked up there and can't handle it. But the Elder Panthers, I know Doug Ramsey is uh, chomping at the bit to get at it tonight and try to turn things around. Uh, Steve, let's look at some of the, the big games in the area we're going to be following also. Some of the big games, uh, Division One, Region 4, uh, Moeller hosts Fairfield, and this is the first time these two teams have played in 20 years, so you can't say, well, during the regular season, they blah, 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 or last year. It's been 20 years uh, since uh, these two teams played. So the number one, uh, Moeller Crusaders at 8-3, and three, uh, and the number eight, Fairfield, at uh, six and four, and they'll they'll get the winner of the Princeton Sycamore game. Regular season wise, two GMC schools, Princeton won that game forty two to twenty. So, um, and that game, I'm not sure where it was, but this game is at Princeton, and and uh, the winner of this game gets the winner of the uh, uh, Lakota West Milford uh, um, ga- uh, game. So. You know, Lakota West, we'll, Milford, will be uh, keeping track of that game throughout, and we'll try to get the scores to uh, Lennon Phil as, as, the, as the day goes. Games in uh, Division Two, Region Eight, uh, Winton Woods and Kings square up. They did play in the regular season. Winton Woods won that game, fourteen to thirteen. So uh, well, that'll be an interesting game, and they get the winner of the LaSalle Anderson game uh, last year. LaSalle knocked Anderson out of the playoffs with a fifty-five thirty win uh other locals uh going at it tonight uh uh mcnicholas nine and one uh faces a nine and one bethel tate the three uh, against uh the, the six um in, in uh kentucky playoffs just start uh, a big old good one highlands Covington Catholic matching up. In Indiana, they're already to the sectional championships. Uh, Lawrenceburg at 10-1 hosts uh, Brownstown Central, Brownsville Station. They're they're a 12-1 team against the 10-1 Lawrenceburg Tigers. Then East Central is hosting uh, Martinsville for the 4A sectional championship. So a lot of games going on and, and games throughout the state. We'll, we'll uh, be looking at in, in at least Division One uh, regions uh, one, two, and three, and obviously four. All right, that's uh, we'll be keeping you updated on all the scores. And uh, by the way, we're not going to be doing a post game show out at Roosters. It's just too far. Literally, we have to peel out of here. Uh, pretty darn early to get out there to do that, and frankly, we just don't get a lot of people from here getting back there. It's just by the time they get from here to there, they're, it, we're done. So we're going to yeah. stay here a little longer after the game to get you caught up on all the scores and talk uh, about, you know, wrap this, this one up. So Steve, Tom, and I will be on at the end as well. But, uh, guys, uh, you know, looking at this game tonight in detail, there's uh, – you'll look, look at the, the bomber side and, and – uh, uh, you, you look at the, the, the stats in the GCL, uh, leading rusher for St. X, Charles Kellum. Second best receiver is St. X, uh, Terrell McFarland. Uh, you know, defensive stats and so forth. The Bombers are, are loaded. They have good talent. These are guys, uh, many of them, that were on the team last year. 
Right. Brogan McKay, uh, you know, 28 touchdowns, only two interceptions this year. Um, and Charles Kellum, he's run for 100-plus yards in six of the last seven games. He's over 1,100 yards for the season. He's going to be their, their workhorse. Um, and uh, he's had multiple touchdowns in eight of their 11 games. So, uh, you know, they're – you know they they are as built, and we've seen them. And defending state champions, they, they'd like to get there and do it again. Yeah, Tom. Uh, you know, you know, Doug. Doug, you said at Dad's Club the other night. He said, "Look, after our loss, uh, we went four and one. You know, yeah. and they went three and two. So, you know, it, it, you can't apples and oranges with that. But uh, as you mentioned, they've improved the the Panthers, and there's some other." players let's talk about that that have kind of you didn't really see or hear about uh back in week five and uh, they've really started to get in some numbers and throwing the ball around and it's going to be vital because once again they're probably going to try to shut down drew ramsey well without a doubt and just was mentioned this week that the gcl south player of the year was drew ramsey uh with a he was a runaway winner uh, league best, 95 catches for 903 yards. And uh, he's had, now he's had 10 or more passes uh, in, the, in the last five straight games, uh, including a career-high 18 uh, for 210 yards against Indianapolis Roncalli in the game that they did lose. So it all begins with uh, Ben Hamilton at the quarterback position, although Drew Ramsey can go into Wildcat coming out of the quarterback position is a slot receiver as well. Uh, but, you know, Elder has decent players as well, very good players, and they may not get the recognition. But to your point, Mark, that uh, especially on offense, uh, Elder has improved, and, and it's, it's an improvement that's, it, unless you follow them week in and week out, you really may not know about. But, you know, Zane Klusman uh, as a wide receiver uh, has improved uh, and uh uh, like I said, uh, Justin Ray, he's a go-to guy, too, that maybe midseason uh, he wasn't as much. And uh, Mikey Kirsch, uh, at the same time, he was second-team GCL. And that was a great accolade for him because he's a, uh, he just does what he needs to do. And Doug said he was the most improved player on this uh, roster uh, versus last year. So there's a, probably a couple other guys. Nick, Nick Brockstrom really has uh, been a, one of those solid, when everyone's covered, he's he's there, and and, and Hamilton's been finding him. Right, and Andrew Harp, and guys, with his height at 6'5", it, it's so refreshing to see, you know, Ben Hamilton just throw the ball up to him in the end zone and just outreach and now jump for these receptions. So, you know, it's all it's not all doom and gloom for the Elder Panthers. They've made a lot of headway. They're cohesive. They trust in each other. And over the years, guys, let's face it, elder football relishes games like this. Maybe not so much against St. X, but they relish being the underdog. And and this could be a prime game for something, uh, something like that could happen in favor of the elder Panthers tonight. 
Steve, let's look at uh, your thoughts and the keys uh, tonight for the, the Bombers. I, I think keys for the Bombers, number one, don't let Elder hang. I mean, Elder intentional and talking to Doug, you know, Doug Ramsey, talking, you know, they, they want to be around in the third and fourth quarter. And uh, to that point, in the two losses, um, um, they, they were, uh, Trinity was up 13 to 10 at, at half in the game that, that they ended up losing 33 uh, 32 right after the Elder victory. And against St. Ignatius, it was a 14 14 tie going into the half. So, you know, if they can avoid, um, you know, el- Elder hanging at the half, you know, put, put an Elder away early would, would kind of fit in for for what's working with uh, with the St. X uh, this year. Uh, special teams, I think, is important. Uh, you know, they have a good special teams unit. They need to stay clean on special teams and, and play mistake more mistake-free football. They had over 100 yards in penalties in the first game between these two teams. And I, I think, you know, with elders added intensity tonight that may not fly and again you know i I think all year it's been you know contained number 12 Uh, i think you know first matchup they did very well they held ramsey to five touches overall you're talking about player of the year and all he did 17 yards against uh, St. X the first time around. So I look for that to, to be a lot different, but that's St. X's goal is to shut that down. And I, I got one other thing. Tomorrow at the pit, 1045, uh, my grandson, Stephen, the team he plays on, St. Jude's Lords, the Vols, they play visitation for the Pony Championship of the GCYL. So uh, 1045 at the pit. Uh, Get your tickets now. Titanic struggle, as they would say. That's right. Well, the undefeated balls, I should say. Yeah. Well, good luck, Stephen, tomorrow. And, Tom, all I can say is I, I know one of your keys, and I'm just going to jump to it right now, Go for it. is going to be the first play in the third quarter of the game on the 15th was a 99-yard return by Alex Kemper. And what <laughs> David Maurer, his leg has gotten stronger and stronger. He needs to bury every one of those kickoffs into the end zone, Tom. You're right. That's it. I might as well start with my fifth, my second last one. But touchbacks are crucial, Mark. Thank you. Uh, David Maurer needs to continue kicking touchbacks on kickoffs. Uh, they need to eliminate the, the, the kickoff return, like you said, and force uh, St. X to drive the field 80 yards. The first key was El- is Elder needs to get more out of the run game. As Steve alluded, Elder was at rush 254 to 11 yards to 11 yards on 19 rushes last game here at St. X. And I would like to see maybe spread the spread it out more on offense and use the threat of the run game and misdirection plays utilizing Justin Ray. Justin's the quickest guy on the team. If they can do misdirection plays, that will maybe open up the plays down downfield and slow the pass rushers for St. X. Elder cannot turn the ball over. Turnovers cause bad field position and easy scores for the opposition. Elder must extend the possessions, which will shorten the game. Last time here, Elder punted seven times. That can't happen. Elder needs to go forward on fourth down anytime they're near or past the 50-yard line. Believe it or not, the last time these two teams played, Elder won a time of possession 26 minutes to 22 minutes. Hard to believe. What I wanted, to, what I did is I looked at the teams that beat St. X. So Louisville Trinity beat St. X 33 to 32. Trinity zero punts. 
three for three on fourth downs and won the game of a time of possession. If Elder can kind of do those same things, they should have a chance into the third and fourth quarter. Keep finishing in the red zone, score touchdowns, not, not kicking field goals. And finally, next play attitude. They're going to face adversity out here at uh, Balaban Field, but it can't. don't let it snowball. Need to stay close at halftime to have a chance at winning. All right, I'm looking down on the field, and R. Len Harvey is going to talk to head coach Doug Ramsey. Let's head down to the field. Lenny, take it away. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by elder head coach Doug Ramsey and coach uh, win number 200. It comes in triple overtime in the playoffs against Coleraine. How'd that feel? It was a good feeling. It's good, you know, just winning is great. And, you know, you, you think about, you know, it made you think about all of the, all of the people that you've been associated with, you know, through bosses and people you work with and coaches you work with and the dad's club and boosters and then obviously all the players and so it brought back a lot of good memories and and to get it in that fashion one in the playoffs at home triple overtime you know it's uh it'll be memorable that's for sure now one thing about the game you know you back and forth against Coleraine and you had some big fourth down calls and and a couple of good successful converts yeah we did we I think we were four out of five on fourth downs and uh you know, we got to score touchdowns, you know, and that's that's we were in, in no man's land a couple times. You know, can you punt from here? Are you going to make a field goal from here? So, you know, uh, we just we just rolled the dice and and, uh, and things worked out for us. You know, at, when you get four out of five on fourth down, you're you're, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, after the, in the third overtime, just the defense really stepped up on that fourth down. Yeah, you know, they really did from the end of the game on that. You know, the, the end of at the end of regulation, they got to stop, let us score. You know, to tie the game, and in the first overtime, they made them work. They they were fourth and goal, and just barely got in. And you know, and then and then the second overtime again was 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 a struggle for them. And in the fourth overtime, we were able to they didn't even get a first down. So, you know, it, late in the game, our defense did a really good job. Now uh, on to this game tonight. You got the last game against NX. The first half, you stayed with them for, for most of it, and then the first play of the second half, the kickoff return for a touchdown. Special team is going to be a kick. It is. We you know, and that's the thing. Uh, Davis got kicked the ball in the end zone. You know, and like. like He's capable of doing, and that's the key for everybody. Do what we're capable of doing. I, I told the kids all week long, this is this is a game we got to get get into the fourth quarter. You know, they're 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 zero and two when they play close games in the fourth quarter. You know, they, they're used to they're they're nine and zero when they when they when they jump on people, and and zero and two when it's a tight game in the fourth quarter, and and, and we've got to be able to make it a, a four quarter game. I mean that's that that's key. It's uh, you know, and, and and then I think we're playing a lot better. You think since they beat us, we're four and one. They're three and two, you know. So uh, they, they they've been beat by, you know, one team. I think we're better than them, and and one team that I think is pretty similar to us. So, you know, this is a game that that we we just need to perform at a high level and to have a chance in the fourth quarter. Now it's a second look for St. X. What should we expect? Anything different? Not really. Um, you know that there's things that they did to us that we're going to try to, you know, try to try to get some some plays off of the way that they played us last time, and you know, and, and then their offense they do what they do. You know, they're going to run counter with with that back and their big lineman, and, and they're going to go five wide. Sometimes they're going to throw their their wide receiver screens. They're going to do what they do. They may try to you know formation you a little bit, but I, you know that's the thing. When we play each other. We we played each other so many times, and then so many times over the last few years. You know, this is. This is what four to let Sue. No, this is this is six in the last three years. You know, so so we're 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 pretty familiar with each other's uh, you know our styles and, and apply for sure. That's a great point you, you made. You know, playing the team so many times, obviously second time this season. That's got to help you in the postseason. 
It does, and it doesn't. You know, I, it, it's it's um, you know, it's it's one of those things where if you go too much by what happened last time, you know, they 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 may have some some wrinkles for you. You know, and you got to be careful of that. And that's kind of what we're trying to to do them to them a little bit. Try to get a couple big plays off of some things that they did to us and and, and stopped us on last time. The good thing tonight, weather's not going to be a factor like the rain from last. Week. No, you know, we have two weeks. You know, and so uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful night for football, and you know, it's very little. Oh, Health wise, other than the normal, and everybody okay? I think so. I think we want to keep playing, so, uh, you know, let's, let's do this. Right? Yeah, you got that right. All right, well, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Ward Way Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Ward Way Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Ward Way Fuels, 574-0061. This is Father Michael Mary Dosh from St. Gertrude in Madeira. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Shoster Team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengel. Well, good Friday evening. Welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. Playoff week number two, 2021 high school football season. And tonight we are at Balaban Field at RDI Stadium at St. Xavier High School. For the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at Sacred Heart Radio app. And at ehsports.com, tonight it's the 6-5 and five Elder Panthers taking on, uh, right now, the St. X 9-2, and two, the Bombers are. Last week, Elder outlasted Colerain, 55-48 in triple overtime. Meanwhile... It was St. X. The Bombers come in 9-2, beating Hamilton last week, 37-7. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 47 degrees, clear skies. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business and heating needs. Gas groves and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud supporters of tonight's broadcast. And St. X won the toss. They deferred. They will kick off from right to left in their blue jerseys with the blue pants. Meanwhile, Elder in the road, white with the purple along the, the side and the white helmets with the purple stripe. And we'll see what happens on this one. But Low Miller will look to kick this one off from right to left to start this postseason game. See if he can put it into the end zone 
as well as the Panthers have been able to do. And the kickoff, this one is going to be a shorter one and taken right about the five-yard line. And up uh, along the left side, it's Auten Reeve, the 15 to the 20, 25. He's to the 30, 35, and he's out to the 39-yard line and over the 40. So the good game for Auten Reeve, Phil Bengal, uh, on the first play. Luke Auten Reeve gets a great take. I mean, he goes all the Luke way to, to the, almost to the right sideline, about to the numbers to take that kick from, from Roe Miller that was just a little bit, you know, kind of hanging low on that kick. And he was able to field it, but then reversed field and took it over towards, you know, running up the sideline. Elder did a great job blocking it. I know uh, Coach Mose, Coach Isley, special teams worked on some of that this week, just talking about what they were going to try to do. But now I think it's really key. The Panthers need to get something going on this first series. First and 10 at the 41-yard line to the right side, looking Hamilton, stepping up. Now he's going to throw it, and it's incomplete right around the 50. It bounced on the ground uh, intended for Ramsey. Yeah, they're going to say that that was a little bit incomplete there. Uh, Harp was the one who actually was, was going for that ball over there on the sideline. But Hamilton stepped up into the pocket and it made a good throw down field. But... It's kind of seemed like one of those ones where Hamilton might this game. He, he might have to tuck a few and pick up a few yards instead of those difficult throws there. Maybe that might have been a good one to just pick up a couple of yards. I know he saw one downfield, but that's a tough pass. You know, get something going on this first series. Second and 10 from the 41. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Hamilton stepping back at his 37-yard line and now calling out the play. Steps back around the 35. Now he looks from left to right and now looking to throw. And now he's going to be over to the left side. Almost go voids a sack. It crosses the 42-yard line, though. He got a couple of yards, even though it looked like he was going to be sacked back about five yards. Yeah, a little bit of pressure in there coming from, from St. X's defense. Just getting a little bit of a push up front and collapsing that pocket. So Sean Riley was able to come in and provide some of that pressure. But then once the it, Hamilton split up, that's where, like we said on first down, he can do that a couple of times tonight, get a couple of yards, get some breathing room for the Panther offense. All right, so it's third and eight now. The ball spotted at the 43. The Elders got two wide left and three to the right. Empty backfield for Hamilton. He's at his 37-yard line in the shotgun. And now looking to throw. Throws it to the left side, incomplete to the left sideline. And it'll be fourth down coming up intended for Harp again. Yeah, trying to get Harp one-on-one and just throw it up and let him make a play. But the Panthers only able to move the ball about two and a half yards here. And they're going to have to come out and punt. So St. X's defense executes their plan, you know, by kicking off, not letting Elder get the ball uh, over the 50 and then getting the football back, allowing them to go on the attack. So uh, Ramsey at his 30 to kick this one over to Baranski. And Baranski will fair catch it at the 28-yard line. So it'll be first down for St. X going from right to left. And uh, not a great first drive for the Panthers, but defense going to have to come up big, Phil. And Elder's defense was able to come up big the last time Elder and the Bombers played. And, and Elder's defense has had those moments where they've really shined. And tonight's got to be one of those nights where they got to shut down St. X right here, get the offense back onto the field. It's kind of cold out, you know, make it difficult, uh, put some pressure on the quarterbacks, and, and just really get after it up front. But if X can get rolling here, you know, that, that's going to be the momentum that they'll need. Makai under center this time, and Makai will look and roll to his left, looking to throw down the field. It's complete to the tight end at the 40, out to the 45, and he's still with it, and out to midfield, but fumbles it out of bounds. There is a uh, right around the 49-yard line, and that was Joey Wassler 
uh, making the making the reception. The yeah, so the big the big thing on, on that piece there, uh, getting downfield for the pan, for the bombers. That's a big one going against Hornschmeyer on that. And Kellum will carry across the 50 down inside to Elder Territory at the 48-yard line. Tonight's game is brought to you by Fuller Information Technologies, your phone system putting your business on hold. Well, you can cut your costs and get uh, features like text, uh, video, meetings, and iCloud storage and pay the don't and pay less than the fees you're paying now. Golder grad Tom Walter at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation or check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. Second down and eight for the Bombers at the Elder 48. They'll set up with one wide to the right and one to the left. They go in motion this time with McFarland. And now and now Mackay, we've got a flag down, checking it right around, and uh, it's going to be back at the 48-yard line. And uh, we'll see what they get. they got flags on both sides. And yeah, Nathan Scher able to, to, uh, to wrap that one up. This is going to be motion on the, the Bombers here, a legal procedure. So this one's going to go back for St. X. They're going to go back on the other side of the 50. And actually, Doug Ramsey's going to decline this one. He's declining it out there. He doesn't want to just give them third down and long. They're bringing in their, uh, you know, their their rush units uh, of Kirsch and uh, Ramsey coming on the field. So the Panthers declining it here, making it a third down. So third and eight. The ball spotted at the 48 for Elder. The Bombers with Brogan Mackay. At quarterback, they line up to the right side with Jimmy Ryan, that wide receiver. They've actually got three wide receivers to the right and now two to the left. Empty backfield for Mackay on this third down and eight at the 48. Calling out the signal. They go in motion with Kellum. Kellum goes behind Mackay to the right side and now looking Mackay to throw. It's to the tight end, and that is incomplete. And that was intended for Max Clare and Bartley Thomas. Does a nice job. Yeah, a little bit of a breakup there. Some pressure from the Panthers on the defensive side on the rush. And Mackay had to get that ball out pretty quick as as Max Clare turned to try to make that play. And Bartley Thomas there. But now the Panthers will be able to take this punt. Zach Gutekunst will be back for Elder. And he's back at the 15-yard line to return this punt. And now to the right side. And the kick is going to be at the... 15-yard line, and that's where a fair catch is called for, and the Panthers will take over. So both teams punting a little slow offensively and both a little bit different than last week. And that's exactly what this game always brings. Both of these teams are familiar with each other. Uh, You know, the age-old cliche, it's hard to beat a team twice in a season. I mean, it's not so much because of just playing them twice. It's that you know each other so well, you scheme so much, and it just is a totally different look than what you see from the previous week when you play unknown opponents. So now the Panthers, though, have a tall task from their 15. They're lining up with one wide to the left. They go Justin Ray in motion, now two to the right side. And now it's going to be Ramsey, and now the give to round to Autry, I believe, right around the 19-yard line. Uh, Justin Ray oh, actually yeah. had yeah, that sorry. one yeah, on the outside. And they're trying to get that speed, I think, with Ramsey. And that's something we really haven't seen. Now, we saw that earlier in the season. They did use Ray and Ramsey on some of those end rounds and trying to get something. So here, uh, you know, sticking with, with Ramsey right now, making the call, um, Ben Hamilton going off to the sideline. So the Panthers, again, going to put Ramsey at the helm, maybe try to, to see if these reads – with Ray or some of the end rounds, or just Ramsey running some Wildcat yeah. with Kirsch in there blocking might produce some pickups. Second and six from the 19-yard line. One wide left, two to the right side. 
Shotgun, and now looking, and it's going to be Ramsey to run it. Ramsey runs it across the 20 to the 21, maybe 22-yard line. Gain of a couple. It'll be third down coming up. Nine minutes to play in the opening quarter. There is no score. Both teams had the football and punted. Now Elder's getting it back again for the second time. Sean Riley came off the bottom of that pile for the St. Xavier Bombers. Several guys as Elder tried to run that one to the right side. Nothing really doing, but this third and third and four here, much better position than they were in the last drive with a lot of positive yardage picked up so far. Set up now with Hamilton, now at quarterback. They got one wide to the left, and they got three to the right looking to throw, and it's complete across the 30, the Ray, 35, and he's out to the 39-yard line, a gain of 18 or uh, so, and a first down for the Panthers. And Justin Ray got outside, was able to just sneak out. Nobody in coverage on him and been able to turn that speed on until uh, Ryan Nolan was able to bring him down for the St. Xavier Bombers. But Panthers going to get out to the 39-yard line here. So positive yard yards here. So the first first down for the Panthers. They'll set it up with a first and 10 at the 39-yard line. Eight minutes and 10 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. There is no score of this week two playoff action. Harp lines up wide to the left side. They've got two wide to the left, three to the right. Shotgun, they go Mikey Kirch in motion. And now setting up, and now they go Ray again in motion. Ramsey's going to keep it this time. Ramsey, and not much doing, gets to the 40-yard line, a gain of maybe a yard on that one. And so the idea of what you're doing there is with the previous play, when Ray got the ball and he went around the edge, what you're trying to do is as those guys go in motion, you want those linebackers, those corners, see if they shift a little bit and go predicting that Ray's going to get the ball around the edge, which could open up a lane for Ramsey, which you saw a little bit of movement from St. X, but not enough for anything more than just a really short game. So X's defense not fooled by that one. Second down and nine. The ball spotted at the 40-yard line. Hamilton back in at quarterback. One wide left, three to the right. Now Kirch goes in motion. Ramsey's going to line up as a wide receiver to the left side. Shotgun is Hamilton back, looking, stepping up across the 30. Throws it complete at the at the St. X 47-yard line. And right there, Zane Klusman makes the catch and a first down for the Panthers. Zane Klusman, great catch, finding in the space. But Will Singler, some great blocking on the outside. The Panthers did a good job really allowing that pocket to spread out for Ben Hamilton to step up and make a play. So Elder right now... Positive yards, very patient on their offense, just kind of moving the ball. Uh, but Klusman with a, with a great catch. So the Panthers get to the good side of the 50. And a second first down on this drive, a first and 10 at the 47-yard line of St. Xavier. They move into bomber territory, one wide to the left, two to the right side. Shotgun Hamilton stepping back at his 45, looking to throw. And now looking and getting sacked back at the 42-yard line of their own 42-yard line. And that coming up the middle with Ted Hammond, the 6'5", 250-pound sophomore, just not able to, to, for the Panthers, not able to get a block on him. And he's able to sneak through. It looked like for a second Hamilton was going to be able to step up, but he just couldn't get past him. So Hammond very quickly takes that positive elder gain on the offense and drops him all the way back uh, to the 44. Yeah, they're at their own 44 with 5.55 remaining in the opening quarter. There is no score. Justin Ray lining up wide to the left. One wide to the right side. They've got Ramsey to the left side. Hamilton now as they move Ray in motion. Now looking Hamilton to throw. Steps up, throws. It is complete and caught and uh, hit pretty hard. And that was Josh Myris with the catch. But a good hit on the play 
by Eli Kirk of St. Xavier. Yeah, Josh Myers just, just kind of out there, and Kirk came up and, and made a play. But uh, Josh Myers popped right up. Elder got a pick, but Elder does have an injured uh, offensive lineman down on the field, and I believe that that is uh, Austin Bass, I believe, is the one lineman number that I'm not seeing right now. Um, but he's going to be able to get up. I think he just kind of got rolled up on funny there at the end. He's going to get up here with the help of the training staff to be able to walk off under his own power. Yeah, third. it'll be a third down and 14 for the Panthers. As good news as Bass goes to the sidelines. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Joseph Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley's, is currently uh, scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. And setting up with 520 and counting left in the first quarter. It's a third and 14 for the Panthers at their own 49. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Hamilton at his 43 now steps back to throw. Looks and throws. It is complete across to Ray, and he's at the St. Xavier 39-yard line. A gain of 10 uh, right across there, or a little bit more. That should be enough, Phil. Let's see where they got him. I think it's going to be a little bit short. It's going to be about a yard or two short. Manny Keeling actually was able to make the stop for St. X, just right on the spot. Justin Ray not able to get away. So the Panthers looking at a fourth down and two here. Uh, just short, uh, yeah. Just short, but I think that they, you know they're going to go for it at this position. Because at the same point, I mean, why not go for it at this point rather than have a rugby-style kick that might get you maybe 10, 10 yards net. Fourth and two at the 39. Three wide right. Looking left, though. Rolling is Hamilton. Throws it down, and it is almost. Uh, that was incomplete. Intended for Hart, but I'll tell you, Hamilton did a great job just getting the ball off. Yeah, just getting the ball off. Great pressure up front by the by St. X couple of guys were able to get get in there and get some good a good push uh max bonner was able to get in there and but and sam burkle basically elders offense line they brought too many guys into up the up the front so it was too hard for them to, to get a hat on a hat on that possession but like we said look it was a fourth and two go ahead and go for it because if you pick it up i mean you're going to get obviously you get to keep stay on offense but if you do do that rugby style punt you might be talking about the difference of them on the 39 versus the 30 so not yeah. not a whole lot not a whole lot first and 10 at the 39 yard line brogan mckay at quarterback in the shotgun they line up with two wide receivers to the left side mccallum kellum in the in the uh Looks to get the football, and this time will run it across the 40 to the 41, but that's not so about it. A gain of about two area. on first down. And coming off of the, the pile for the Panthers there, it's going to be number 21, uh, Tyler McCoy came off the bottom of that pile uh, and making a stop. And St. X, though, one of the things that the is interesting, their offense is going real quick. McCoy Second down and eight, the ball spotted at the 41. Makai under center this time. Now rolls to his right, looking to throw. He's got time down the field and throws it complete at the 45 to the 40 35 and he's at a uh, right around the 28 yard line first down for elder and that was uh, max claire getting the catch and that's that play they ran earlier same little roll out there for mckay but then bombers go right back to it first and 10 at the 28 yard line of elder mckay sets up a screen it's going to be over to mcfarland McFarland 25 20 15 to the 10 to the 5 he's into the end zone for a touchdown 28 yards 
And a St. Xavier Bomber touchdown. They lead it six to nothing, pending this extra point. But McFarland with the touchdown. Yeah, great downfield blocking by St. Xavier. Good job, Jay Farrar was able to get in front of Bartley Thomas, and Bartley Thomas was your only guy that possibly was going to be able to make a play, and he was able to break off and really kind of push him to the side. So because of that, uh, St. X able to get into the end zone. They go quick right out of the gates, get that short run, and then get the Max Clare big pickup and then right into the end zone. Low Miller looks to add this extra point for St. Xavier. And now sets up and puts it through. It's up with the right foot, and it's good. So with 3.35 left in the opening quarter, it's St. Xavier, 7, and the Elder Panthers, nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to Balaban Field at St. Xavier High School. The Bombers score uh, on a touchdown of 28 yards by McFarland, a pass from Mackay, and that uh, 335 left. In the first quarter, it's a 7-0 bomber lead. From right to left, they're going to kick this one off. Low Miller. And Auten Reeve is back at his 5. Try to receive this one. Bombers go from right to left, still here in the first quarter. And we'll set up. Here's Low Miller. And now it's a high kick. It's going to be taken and bounced into the end zone. So a bounce about the two-yard line into the end zone for And the Bombers do what they need to do. The Panthers will have it at the 20. Mason Romiller, too, is kicker for the Bombers. I mean, coming out there, he's 57 of 59 on the year. Just a heck of a kicker for the Bombers, 7-8 from the field goal range, long as the 41. So you know that he's pretty much spot on, kind of like the Panthers with David Maurer, but Maurer hasn't had a chance to come out yet and, and really show us what he can do. Not yet. With 3.35 left here in the first quarter, the Panthers have the first and 10 at the 20-yard line. They'll line up with two wide receivers off to the left side, one to the right. And Hamilton at quarterback at his 15-yard line steps back, and and now the handoff to Flowers across the 20-25, and he's to the 29-yard line, maybe the 30, uh, close to a first down for the Panthers. Luke Flowers last week, if you remember, very like very first play of the game, took a hit on the sideline and went straight in on that wet turf, right onto the concrete, came out the rest of the game. So it's good to have him back for the Panthers on offense, being able to use him. But he's definitely going to be, you know, watching that shoulder uh, and taking care of it tonight. But you could see him possibly, you know, getting a couple of touches here and there to keep him warm. Yeah, Georges comes in, uh, going to line up as a blocker. They've got three wide receivers to the left side. Hamilton on first and ten at the 30. They gave him the first down. They got four wide to the left. And now Hamilton rolls to his left, steps up now, throws down the field, and it is incomplete. It was intended for Harp, and Eli Kirk was on defend. 
Yeah, just nothing there. I mean, Georges was in as a protector for Hamilton and just couldn't really give him too much time. Ben had to step up and, and make a quick play, and that, that ball was just out of out of Harp's range completely. Some quick score updates here early uh, in other playoff action. Lakota West is up 14 to nothing over Milford, and at the Division II level, Piqua is up on Withrow 7-zip. Good scoring update there. And this one's 7-0 St. Xavier with 2.49 to play here in the first quarter. Two wide receivers to the left for Elder. They line up with two to the right. Now they go in motion with Justin Ray, and he lines up on the right uh, side. Setting up is Hamilton, the fake, and now Ray. It's actually Ramsey, and nothing doing. He gets tackled right around the 28-yard line, a loss of two on the play and in elders line i mean they have opportunities they just got to get a better push i mean up front they're just letting st x's defense defense linemen get to them too quickly and then elders not able to really lock in and move they're not able to get them off so bombers d line really messing up this blocking scheme for the panthers third for the panthers at their own 29 yard line seven nothing bombers with the lead with 214 and counting left in the first quarter They'll set up with Hamilton back at his 24-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right. Looking to throw. Now steps in the pocket, throws down the field. He's got Ray complete to the St. Xavier 42-yard line. And a first down for the Bombers. Justin Ray able to just kind of get up the middle of the field while everyone else was covered on the outside, just basically ran straight down the center, just a little bit off of the X logo, but then finally brought down on the play uh, by St. X's Eli Kirk, who you remember earlier had a big hit, but that one there, he could do nothing but just kind of jump on the pile at the end. So Elder back to where about where they ended their last drive. Brocksterman and Ray to the left side. Three wide receivers to the right. Now it's Ramsey in motion. Shotgun on a first and 10 at the 43. Looking is, is uh, Hamilton down the field. He's got a man open down the field. It is in the end zone for the touchdown on the left side. Let's see. It was at Hart. Oh, Brocksterman. Brocksterman. Brocksterman, Brocksterman the... is the guy that I got on that one. Yeah. Only reason I can tell that is, for some reason, Ben Hamilton and, and, and Andrew Brocksterman were working on that uh, throw earlier in the game. So, or I'm sorry, Nick Brocksterman. I always do that with, with Nick and Andrew. Yeah. I apologize. But, Nick, they were working on that throw earlier in warm-ups, just that over-the-shoulder catch, and Brocksterman ran a nice route there. Big catch right down the, right down the hash. Elder had two guys running other routes. Right now, Elder's getting lined up for the kick, so here's David Maurer coming out with that opportunity to tie this game up with a minute 22 to go in the first quarter. 43-yard completion for the touchdown, and the Panthers look to add this extra point. Maurer's kick is up, and it's good. So 122 remain in quarter number one. It's the Panthers and Bombers tied at seven. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Welcome back to Balaban Field. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Friday night playoffs and the Panthers and Bombers tied at seven. 
after a 43-yard touchdown by Hamilton to Bronsterman for the touchdown to make it 7-7. 122 remaining, and that was big to get that touchdown after the, the Bombers went down the field. Yeah, quick answer for the Panthers, getting that score in before the quarter here. But two, it, it's about the confidence of the offense. The offense got a good drive, their last drive, but then weren't able to convert it. And then Sanex scores right away. So if you have another negative drive, your offense really gets down on itself. But Elder was able to... to to turn it into a positive and then get one here. Hopefully Maurer can put this one into the end zone. Maurer's been able to do that. Kirk uh, back deep along setting up, and this one is going to go into the end zone. So with uh, 122, the Bombers will start at their 20. Ron's Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years, and they're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German Sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw and cream pies. Enjoy the patio. 20 TVs every day for lunch and dinner. Dine in and carry out. Race Road in Bridgetown, Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. 7-7 is the score in this one. A minute 22 left. And the Bombers will take over from right to left. They'll go on this first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Mackay in the shotgun this time. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Mackay lines up at his 15-yard line. They go Kellum in motion to his right. And now the give to Kellum. Kellum across the 20 to 25, and he gets to the 29-yard line before he is taken down by the Panthers. Let's see, that was a 22 for the Panthers, and that was Jimmy Finley. Yeah, so so Kellum getting a carry on that last one, being able to get up field with it. But the thing is, is coming into this football game, and Kellum, at a, as he's, he's surpassed 200 attempts here, two carries so far, but about a th- over 1,000 yards, five yards per carry. So he can really be somebody that will start biting in the elder defense if they can't stop him. Second and one from the 29-yard line, 45 seconds left in the first. Makai shotgun at his 24. And now Makai throws. It's complete across. It's Max Clare. And Clare across, and he gets actually checked that. That's McFarland to the 50, 45, 40. He's into Elder territory at the 37-yard line and a first down for the Bombers. So, again, McFarland, who had the touchdown earlier on the screen pass of 28 yards. And, and finally, Bartley Thomas able to, to get him, but a, several Panthers just diving, no wrap-up. First and 10 at the 37 for the Bombers as they go quickly. Now Makai looks to the sidelines and now will call the play. He's got in the backfield. He's got Kellum. Now go under center. One wide receiver to the left side. And that's McFarland. Now the give to the right side, and that's Kellum. Kellum across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15. He's to the 10, to the 9-yard line. Uh, Around the 8 is where they finally got him. A gain of uh, 29. And really gets around the edge there. And the Panthers not much doing until they can finally get the tackle. That's uh, Jimmy Finley on that one as well as Maddox Arnold was down there. But they just dominated that edge. But that's the end of the first quarter. That is the end of the first quarter of play with the score tied at 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. 
and your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. We are starting quarter number two at Balaban Field, RDI Stadium at St. Xavier High School. And it's a first and goal at the nine-yard line for the Bombers. Tied at seven. First play here of the second quarter. They'll set up with Mackay in the shotgun to his left side. He's got Kellum. Now wide to the left side. They've got one wide to the left and one to the right, including McFarland. The give to Kellum inside the ten. He's to the five, and he gets to about the two-yard line. A gain of seven on that one, so it'll be second down and goal. Yeah, and you're going to be right on top of it here. I mean, Kellum, you know, finishing up that quarter, five carries, 41 yards, and we've really seen most of it right here, but look, Bomber's looking to, to put this one in. Second down and goal from the two. Makai gives it back to Kellum. Kellum goes, looks, spins, and doesn't get in. There's a flag down, it looked like, right around the, or let's see if they picked it up. That's nah, still sitting out yeah. there. And that's going to go against the Bombers. So a holding penalty on a second down and goal. This will move the football back a little bit for St. Xavier. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with their great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business and organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports the broadcast. And Elder Football, 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. 11.20 11.20 to play here in the second quarter. Two wide receivers in Farrar, and they'll sign up with uh, McFarland to the left side. Shotgun on the second and 13 now. Second and goal from the 13. Now it's going to be Kellum. Kellum inside the 10 to the 5. He spins to the 2-yard line. A gain of 11. It'll be third down and goal coming up. Kellum keeps doing it. And he's able to, you know, able to get it done. Kellum here, and the Bombers look like they're going to try to punch this one in again. It'll be third down and goal from the two-yard line. 10.48 to go in the second quarter. We are tied at seven here at Balaban Field at RDI Stadium. They line up with McFarland to the left side. They also have Farrar to the left, and they set up now. It's going to be under center is Mackay, and Mackay looks, he rolls to the left. He looks for Kellum. He throws it to him, and he's going to walk into the end zone for the touchdown. So Kellum gets the touchdown on the two-yard completion from Mackay, and it's 13-7 pending for the Bombers. And St. X just able to get that roll out again and make an easy catch, easy throw and catch and get into the end zone. So the Panthers, even though they score quick, St. X answers right away. 10 28 to go in the second quarter. And Low Miller will look to add this extra point. And they'll have uh, Barswell will hold for the Bombers. Looking to make this a 14 7 game. Set up now. Here comes the snap, the hold, the kick by Low Miller is up with the right foot, and this one is good. 
So with 10.28 to go in the second quarter, it's the Bombers 14 and the Panthers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be Current Safe. Welcome back to Maliban Field at St. Xavier High School in the Panthers and uh, Bombers. It's the Bombers 14 and the Elder Panthers 7 after a two-yard touchdown. Charles Kellum from Brandon Mackay. And the Panthers had scored on a 43-yard touchdown by Bronxterman. Low Miller will look to kick this one off from left to right. And it's going to be taken, Auten Reeb, about the 5. He's to the 10, the 15, to the 20. And he's out to around the 24-yard line where maybe the 25 is where they'll They'll get it, but the Panthers will have uh, a longer field to go at 75 yards. And Alex Devine brings that brings him down on that play uh, and able to get a stop. But as we look around the playoffs currently in Division One, Moeller's up on Fairfield 7 to nothing just into the second quarter. Sycamore and Princeton. Princeton's up 7-0. Seven, seven Lakota West still up on Milford 14 to nothing. And at the Division Two level, we'll get to that one in a second. First down and 10. The ball spotted at the 25-yard line. Three wide receivers to the left side, or for the right side, rather, for the Panthers, and no one to the left side. Hamilton looks and now gives it up the middle, and it's going to be Flowers across the 30 to the 32-yard line. A gain of seven on first down for the Panthers. Great running lane there uh, on that one for Flowers. Great blocking up front. Back to those scores. Division two, Withrow and Piqua. Piqua up 10 to seven over Withrow. Winton Woods is up 17 to nothing over Kings. LaSalle is up seven to nothing over Anderson. Second down and three. The ball spotted at the 32. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun set up. And now Hamilton gives the Flowers again. Across the 30, he's going to get to the 34-yard line, and that'll be a short of a first down. It'll be about Alex a yard Kemper short. Looked like he was going to get there, but the Kemper made the tackle. Flowers. Yeah, Alex Kemper came up and tried to make a bigger stop, but uh, Flowers able to get it up to the yard marker. So Flowers with a great run there. You know, guy that we talked about being injured last week. It changed Elder's offense, but Flowers be out on this series here. As Elder goes to the third and short with Ramsey at the helm. Ramsey at quarterback, three wide receivers to the right. Setting up a third and one from the 34. Ramsey's going to take it, and Ramsey just gets back to the line of scrimmage. I don't think he got the first down, though. It looks like the referee, though, on the far side is going to go ahead, and uh, they're going to mark it. That uh, There's also a flag down. Well, they're going to mark it. on that, that he did get to the first down, but then they're going to go ahead and throw a flag here. I think they're going to call a personal foul. It's on St. Xavier. And this is what happened, if you remember the game uh, previously in the first half, where St. Xavier gave Elder back a a bunch of penalties in the first half, and 
Elder made it a 14-14 game, and then after, it, yeah. after that, yeah. it wasn't but, good, but the first half. But I'm going to say on this one, this is another one of those times, Len, I hate I hate forward progress. Either blow the play dead or don't let them push because they were letting them push and fight, and it's a GCL game. you got Elder and X, and everybody's on the pile. Somebody's going to get tossed from it at the end, so – I mean, I just it, that's a t- that's a hard one there for St. X. I mean, I, I don't like the call, but uh, it benefits for the Panthers, so that's good. First and ten at the fifty. Now setting up, and it's going to be a flea flicker to Hamilton. He's going to throw. Look at down the field. He's looking for Justin Ray, and it's incomplete on the left side around the twenty-five yard line. Of uh, it was kind of a, a Ramsey to uh, they had Ramsey to Hamilton and Hamilton ran to the right and Saint Xavier looked like they were looking for it. A great job by Ben Hamilton though to, to get free. He was able to break free of Sean Riley who sniffed that play out. So Ben Hamilton's throw was then downfield, broken up by Saint X uh, on that play. But Elder just trying something different in the middle of the field as they have second down here right from the fifty. Second down and 10, as you mentioned, right at the 50-yard line. 8.40 to go in the second quarter. 14-7 Bombers. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Shotgun for Hamilton stepping back at his 44-yard line. And now looking to throw into the pocket. Gets hit from behind. The throw to Ramsey is incomplete at the 28-yard line. And again, it's Kirk. uh, Eli Kirk is in on the mix. And that ball there just just a little bit slow on that one getting out because Ben Hamilton got sandwiched on that and wasn't able to get the the zip on the ball that he was hoping to get down the field. So Kirk and Ramsey just broke it up. But it's going to be third down here from right at 50. Watch for St. X really to be aware of where the sticks are. So Elder might be able to pick up a few yards if if they try to run something here or hit something short. But X will be all on top of it. This is a big, big drive for the Bombers to get a stop and get the ball back. Because you don't want Elder to answer and turn this into a, you know, a back-and-forth type football game. Third and ten from the 50, right at the X logo. Setting up a shotgun is Hamilton. And now Justin Ray goes in motion, looking to throw. To the right now, throws. It's complete, but not enough, as it was uh, Josh Myris Josh on the completion. Myers. But he's not going to have enough for a first down. Yeah, not, not much at all. They're going to bring out the punting unit here. So St. X does a good job of getting the ball back to their offense here and allowing them to, to go back on the attack. And remember, you know, depending on how long St. X goes, they did kick off. So X will have the opportunity of getting that ball back to start the second half. So Elder's defense has a big task ahead of them on this next series. Ramsey, it is 44 to kick this one. It's a short kick. It's going to bounce at the St. Xavier 20 inside to the 10. Baranski gets hit right at the 9-yard line. And right Mikey around. Kirsch, yeah. And now they're going to throw a flag on Mikey Kirsch running off of that one, probably saying something off of that. So now you're going to get 15 yards there uh, after that big hit. So I, I don't know if I don't know if anything was actually said or done. And we're so far away, I don't know. But, again, just – you can't. You make a big play there. You pin him inside the ten. You just can't take those risks uh, in this game. You already saw X get burned with a bad personal foul. I thought, and now Elder's going to probably get hit with the same one. Yeah, it's right. They're going to move it. And it, it is on. They'll move it from the from the nine yard line. The Bombers begin first and ten. And, I mean, Mikey Kirsch didn't get in anybody's face, didn't do anything like that. I mean, I saw that. I've seen that happen several times tonight and other occasions from both teams. And the two the two flags that I've seen blown for personal fouls so far in this game have done the, the players got called for them pretty dirty. 
First and 10, right at the 26-yard line now. Instead of Makai looking to throw. He's got plenty of time. Throws it down the field, looking. He's got a man, and it is complete at the 32-yard line of Elder Jay Farrar. Jay Farrar. Yeah, Jay Farrar just able to get that long catch, and St. X is going to go right to the ball. And Farrar comes into this game with only 200 receiving yards uh, on the year. So, I mean, he's just not a target that you have circled, but he was able to outrun his coverage. So St. X right away takes advantage of the, of the personal foul call, flips the field, gets down almost to the Panthers' 30. First down and 10 at the 31-yard line. Kellum in the backfield. They have Mackay under center. They go in motion with McFarland to the left side. The pitch to Kellum to the left. Kellum carries the 35, and he's going to get to about the 30, maybe the 29-yard line, a gain of two on the play. Bradley Hornschmeyer and uh, uh, Tyler McCoy on the play for the Panthers, able to just kind of spread that play down the line of scrimmage. Bradley did a good job of just really spreading it out on that one and locking his his blocker out so that Tyler McCoy could come up and make that stop. So short gain for the Bombers. Second down and nine from the 30-yard line. One wide left, and they line up with two to the right side. Shot, he goes under center this time. And now looking, Makai steps back and throws. It's complete at the 30, to the 25, to the 20, 15. And he's out of bounds at around the nine-yard line. I believe that was... Joey Wassler, yeah, that was Wassler out there on the side to basically look downfield at all your normal targets and then Wassler going out and getting that outside, you know, just drop off kind of into the flat and there's nobody really there. And Wassler, not a big target, you know, this season, you know, eight, nine catches on the year, but that is a big one to put up, put St. X at the 10. 6.25 to go in the second quarter. The Bombers already lead 14-7. They have a first and goal at the Elder 10. Makai now running up and going to go under center. He's going to have an I formation set up now. And now the, the look and, and now the give is going to be to Kellum. And Kellum gets to about the six-yard line, a gain of about four on that on that carry by Kellum. Nathan Sher able to bring him down on that play with a couple other Panthers. But this is where Elder was last time against the Bombers. They got him in here. They kind of held him a little bit. They got that, St. X got that penalty, backed them up, and then they were able to roll out kind of on a, on a naked boot and get a, get a nice play out to the left side of the end zone. So St. X, I mean, the whole playbook's open here. They're not just going to hand off to Kellum uh, and just be happy with just rushing it in. Second down and goal from the six-yard line. They'll line up shotgun this time. McFarland off to the right side. And now they'll do a little bit of a switch, and now they're moving everybody around. They got Makai as a wide receiver. Kellum is now going to line up in the shotgun for the direct snap. And he gets it now inside the five, and he's going to get to about the four-yard line, maybe the three, but it'll be third down and goal. A little exotic look there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of window dressing. I mean, a lot of window dressing for nothing. I mean, uh, you know, you pick up a yard, it's third and goal. Elder didn't fall for it. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, being a, being too cute uh, does, doesn't work out if your team, if your defense like Elder's there was really well disciplined. But Elder's still got to come through and get a stop here on third down. Jay Farrar out to the left side. They, they line up with Jimmy Ryan to the right. Shotgun for McDonald. Mackay with a third down and goal. The ball spotted at the four. 4.35 left here in the second quarter. 14-7 Bombers. 
And now Makai gets the snap, and now Makai gives it to, to Kellum, and Kellum goes into the end zone for the touchdown. And that one there, just, just good old-fashioned, you know, misdirection play and just find the lane and get in the end zone. That's what they should have done prior to that last play where they had all the window dressing and, and trying to get Elder to bite on something. I mean, it, it's worked for them. They've just ran Kellum and got a hat on a hat. I mean, just stick with what works. Yeah. You don't need to do much else. You know, don't don't waste your time. Just right. go ahead and just run it. I agree because you could turn the ball over when you're not used right. to something. It, right. Exactly. False start, back yeah. up, you know, that thing. So just do what you normally do and, and get it in the end zone. And that's what St. X does. And Roe Miller comes out here to add on. Looking to add this extra point to make it a 21-7 to game for the Bombers. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick by Low Miller is up, and it is good. So with 4.28 left in the second quarter, it's St. Xavier 21, and the Panthers 7 will take a timeout on the Press Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. Welcome back to Maliban Field. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. It is St. Xavier 21 and the Elder Panthers 7. A, two, a four-yard touchdown run by Kellum. He had previously scored on a two-yard reception for a touchdown. And McFarland had the other touchdown at 28 yards. The Panthers score on a 43-yard touchdown catch by Broxterman from Ben Hamilton. And it's 21 to 7, Phil. This is you don't want to get this out of hand here. You gotta you gotta either get some good offense on this or get a, a long drive to get St. Xavier off the field. Yeah, Elder was able to, to, to run some back in the previous game, but this one here, Elder's offense ha- has seemingly stalled out several times, and that's just not what Elder needs. They need to keep that confidence up within the offense. So coming back out, we'll see what they can do and get moving. But St. X, their defense has just been on point with what Elder has been trying to do. So we'll, uh, we'll get another opportunity to see if Elder's got anything else up their sleeve. And they set up, they get it about the 5 to the 10. He's to the 15 to the 20, 25, and out around the 30-yard line. Um, Auten Reeb was there, but it looked like it was a Dugan problem. So if you if you go back to that first football game that the, the, the Panthers and the Bombers played out here, after one, 7-7. Seven seven. Second quarter, St. X put up 17 points to Elder 7. You know, so they're able to go on a bit of a run there. And right now we're looking at this second quarter looking exactly like that first game, except Elder's got a goose egg right now. So it's 14, 14 points to nothing here in the second quarter. Elder's got to change that on this drive. First and 10, they set up at the 31. And now they give to Flowers across the 30 to the about the 34-yard line. So a gain of about three. Your health has always been a top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go far to see that action. Uh, Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always there to help close by to provide personal care for our Panthers and team physician Dr. Matt Bosom. Just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do. Keep Panther students, student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Second down and seven for the Panthers at the 34-yard line. 3.43 left here in the second quarter. 
Hamilton steps back, throws, and it's complete to Ramsey at the 35, and that's out to the 40-yard line where he's finally taken out of bounds. It'll be just short of a first down. Right around, it'll be third and one. Now that is the first completion to Ramsey. Well, they've done a pretty good job of keeping him under wraps, but Elder really, though, has been using, you know, Justin Ray. They've been getting the ball, too. Harps only had one or two targets, uh, and then they got that big touchdown to Brockstrom and a couple of passes out to uh, or a couple of runs with Flowers. So Ramsey not really having to do much. He has ran, He has had to run the ball a couple of times up front, but Elder not doing a little bit, but now Ramsey's going to be back at the helm here on his third and short. Third and one at the 40. Ramsey in a shotgun, two wide receivers to the right. Ramsey calling out the play now. Now a step back in the shotgun. And now looking on this third and one at the 40, and now he's going to run, and he does not get the first down. He get, as a matter of fact, I think he lost the yard on that good play uh it was uh, grant lyons and company yeah grant lyons is able to come up and make a stop on that sam burkle as well come up and make a play they're trying to run that one with mark ottenrabe as this lead blocker and he was able to get to the outside of the the, the tackle but ramsey wasn't able to get there burkle made a good job running that play getting getting off his block and getting down the line so the panthers here lined up with ramsey but they could easily rugby style punt this or take a timeout if they wanted to. Fourth and two from the 39. And now Ramsey's going to punt this one and does. And it's a nice rugby-style kick inside the 20 to the 15. And they keep rolling. And that's going to bounce inside the five. And we're looking at the two-yard line. That is a great kick by Ramsey. So now St. Xavier's got to go 98 yards with 242 left. Yeah, considering that that was a short, you know, a real short kick, uh, real quick kick on that one, not your normal depth because they didn't want St. X to know whether it was a fourth and short, so they didn't know if they were going to be actually running that football and keeping them honest, so St. X didn't even have anybody back. Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football, reliable service, and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business, upgrading your electrical service. For your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. left here in the second quarter. 21-7 Bombers, and they're at the one-yard line. So it'll be a first down and, and 10 at the, on their own one. Mackay in the shotgun. He's in about four yards deep in the end zone. Now pulls up under center, and now he's going to move it forward and gets about a yard or two to about the three, giving him a little bit more comfort. And they marked that drive starting at the at the one, so it looked like it was a little bit right around the two, so 99 yards for the Bombers if they can complete this drive with about 220 to go as we tick down, three timeouts. But Elder, really, they got to keep seeing X from getting a score on this one. Roe Miller's got a field goal along a 41. X is going to get the ball back to start the half. So important for Elder's defense to come up with a big stop here at the end of the second quarter. Second down and eight. The ball spotted at the three-yard line. They're going to line up with four wide receivers to the right side. No one to the left. Mackay in about a yard or two deep. Now Kellum will follow him in the end zone, about three yards deep in the end zone. Now Mackay, he gives it off to Kellum. Kellum's going to get across the five to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 45, he's into elder territory at the 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 97 yards for St. Xavier, and it's 27-7 pending. Kelm just, he was just able to get to the outside. Great run 
by the Bombers. I mean, just absolutely great execution by their blocking scheme and their offensive line up front. They moved some guys, and Makai just made that hand, simple handoff in the end zone, and he was gone. Uh, Panthers really didn't have anybody at a good angle with it to make the stop. So the Bombers, Glenn, like we just talked about, yep. so important for that defense to get a stop. And St. X able to just extend their lead. And knowing even though Elder's going to get the ball here, St. X is going to have that ball back in just about 21 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, it's a minute 39 left, and Miller will look to add this extra point. Just as the Panthers had got him, pinned him deep, 97 yards for Kellum, and the touchdown, here's the extra point, is up, and it is good. So 139 left in this second quarter. St. Xavier 28 and the Panthers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to St. Xavier High School, Balaban Field at RDI Stadium, and it is 28-7. St. Xavier with the lead after a 97-yard touchdown by Kellum. That is his third touchdown of the game. He had a two-yard touchdown reception, a four-yard touchdown run, and now a 97-yard run uh, off to the left side as uh, he was a couple yards deep in the end zone, but 97 yards net, and it's 28-7 to St. Xavier. The Panthers are going to get this football with a minute 39 left, and they've got three timeouts. And there's the kick. Auten Reeb will take it at the two. He crossed the 10 to the 15 to the 20, and he gets hit pretty hard right around the 23-yard line, so the Panthers will have a 77 yards to go, down 28-7. to Yeah, needing to do this, and, and St. Xavier gets the ball first in the second half. Yeah, St. X get the ball back. That's Callum's 24th uh, rushing touchdown this season, and that extra point, too, puts Mason Miller at 81 points on the season, so he, he's uh, you know he's having a pretty good good year kicking the football. So the Panthers now minute 33, three timeouts. You get something good here, you get it moving. You can work the clock and, and, and run your timeouts. If if you're not gonna really, if you don't have anything, the biggest key is is don't leave too much time for St. X to get the ball back. Three wide to the left. It's Ramsey at quarterback with his first and ten at the 23. Ramsey sets up. They got Harp to the left side. And now it's going to be a pitch, and Ramsey's going to keep it. Ramsey gets to about the 25-yard line, a gain of two with a minute Ramsey 27. And a timeout there for St. Xavier's. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Smith Heating and Cooling wants to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Smith Heating and Cooling at 531 6900 They've been family-owned and operated since 1954, and they'll give you the straight answers and help you with your you're looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support elder football. Coming up at halftime, it'll be the Call of Banker Halftime Report, the best show in the business with Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, and Tom Kennedy to give you all the scores for around the playoffs tonight. 
and, and really, I mean, there's a bunch of action going on since we're so close to halftime. I won't steal that 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 halftime score thunder, but you know, there's some interesting scores just looking at the sheet. I mean, not really. I mean, when you get to the second round in the fall, a lot of different matchups going through, and, and this this second round, you think there'd still be some big games, some big blowouts, and things like that. But right now, everything looks pretty close. Uh, is there all the teams probably around the tri-state area are approaching halftime? Second down and seven. The ball spotted at the 26-yard line. Hamilton, the throw, it's complete across and across the 30 to the 34-yard line. And that was Myris getting the completion for the Panthers. Good blocking on the outside by Andrew Harp, trying to help pick up a few extra yards there. He did get out of bounds, so the clock will stop uh, on this one for the Panthers. No need to take a timeout. First down and 10 at the 35-yard line for the Panthers. 28-7 St. Xavier. A minute 21 left in the second quarter. Three wide receivers to the left side. Hamilton in an empty backfield. He's stepping back at his 30. Two wide receivers to the left with five wide. Now looking Hamilton. Rolls to his right. Now still with it. Look out from behind. And he's taken down right around the 34-yard line of the 35. But a sack for the for St. Xavier. Yeah, great, great play on that one for the for the Bombers by Marquis Cummings, and he just chased it down on that last one. Really hope, you know, Elder's offense lineman who was kind of in chase was yelling to Ben Hamilton to let him know he had a guy coming. He got to communicate with your quarterback on that one. But since that was a running play, that clock is running, and uh, we're at about the 45 second mark. So Elder might run one more play, but take this one in the halftime. But Elder's going to have a big. Big task ahead of them because the first thing they got to do in the second half is stop St. X on their first drive for some hope. 32 seconds and counting. It's Hamilton to throw. It's complete. Ramsey, oh, incomplete. Had it, lost it, and that'll be an incomplete pass. He was kind of moving with it, had it kind of for a second, and then once he started with it, he didn't have it anymore. Yeah, so the Panthers now looking at uh, a, a third down, so third and 11 here, 27 seconds to go, so... Probably one more play here in this in this half for the Panthers. Uh, I don't think they're just going to run it up the gut and be happy. I think you know you're going to take a shot, knowing that you're down three scores. See if you can get something downfield and give yourself maybe one more opportunity to put it in the end zone. Third down and eleven. The ball at the 34-yard line. They line up one wide to the left and two to the right side. Shotgun is Hamilton back at his 29, and now we're going to get a flag, and we're going to get a delay game. Yeah. Delay game on the Panthers and move it back with 26 seconds. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty of the serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small or large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resorts, a proud sponsor of Panther Sports. Actually, it was an illegal substitution. I just thought because the back judge threw the flag that it was at, so the Panthers actually moved that ball up. Third and six at the 39. They give the flowers across the 40 to the 45, and he's met at midfield right at the sideline at the 50-yard line. The clock's going to stop for a second. He didn't get out of bounds. Once they set the sticks, that clock will roll. So, Elder, had to have a play call quickly unless they're going to burn a timeout. They still have three timeouts left with 19 seconds remaining. They're still talking on the sidelines, and the Panthers are trying to get something going here with 19 seconds remaining in the half. 28-7, to St. Xavier on top. After Kellum scored on a 97-yard touchdown run on the last drive. One wide to the right, two to the left side. 
Hamilton back at his 45-yard line. Hamilton looks and steps up in the pocket, throws down the field, looking for Harp, and it is incomplete. Almost intercepted uh, by the Bombers, and, and that was uh, looked like number 18, Max Clare. Yeah, Max Clare was out there, Josh Anderson, Max Clare out there for the same reason that the Bomb or the Panthers bring out, you know, like Carson Brown or Mikey Kirsch at times to defend and just get a bigger body out there. So the Panthers got, got another shot here, 13 seconds ago, middle of the field, so look for them maybe to see, try to get another one uh, downfield a little bit toward, and again, got to be towards the sideline if they really want to do something without having to burn a timeout. Sets up with three wide to the left and one to the right. They look a second and ten from the 50. Hamilton steps back at his 42, rolls to his right, and throws to the right side incomplete as the rush again was on. Uh, Cummings again keeps getting in the face of Hamilton. Yeah, just absolutely nothing doing there for the Panthers. Not able to get anything, bringing up a third and ten. Ten seconds to go, so Elder's offense just... Not able to get the momentum that they need to, to move this ball down the field. And, two, at the same time, St. X is really dropping, guys, so there's nothing open downfield. Third down and ten. The ball spotted at the 50. Ten seconds remaining in the second quarter. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Mikey Kirch goes in motion, now lines up to help block. And now the give to Flowers, and Flowers is going to go right back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard. And that will be the end of the first half of play. Again, coming up at halftime, it'll be the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report, the best show in the business with Mark Bengel, Tom Kennedy, Steve Bengel. We'll have all the scores and everything. Wait a minute, with four seconds, they are not. Let's see, they called timeout. So this is not the uh, end of the half. Looked like they were just going to let it run down, but apparently not. So we're going to have one more play with four seconds remaining. So the Panthers look like they were just running out the clock and uh, running into the line, but they called timeout with four seconds. Yeah, so give yourself a, a little bit of an opportunity here to figure out what they're going to do and, and kick this one. Now, you remember that last kick by Ramsey was a short kick, but let's see, too, if the Panthers maybe with the time to talk about it, if they're just going to decide that, you know what, we're going to go ahead and maybe – See what X gives us, and if we can take a shot downfield, maybe maybe go ahead. So see what Elder does. It just, they might just be happy to kick it and go to halftime. Set up with a fourth down and 10, and setting up is Ramsey back at his 40. And now we'll kick this one, and that will pretty much do it. That ends the first half of play with the score. St. Xavier 28, and the Elder Panthers 7. Again, coming up is the Call of Banker Halftime Report with the guys. And we'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. I'm Deacon Bill Mullaney. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. 
I didn't, hello? All right, welcome back to St. X. Uh, it's halftime here and 28-7. to 7, The Bombers over the, the Panthers. And, guys, we talked about uh, Elder needing to stay uh, close and within themselves, and it's not close, and they are not within themselves. We're on. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> right. no uh, you know, it kind of, kind of mimics the first game in, in that, you know, they, they were right with uh, – St. X for a while and then, you know, trading touchdowns, and, and uh, then uh, it just kind of started falling apart. Yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 Elder needs, <laughs> a lot, lot's been going here behind the scenes here. We sound disheveled. We're moving equipment. Uh, yeah. uh, we, we had some crowd mic issues, so we're quickly, so I, I didn't hear the intro. Uh, we, we're hoping for a little longer break between that, but uh, we got that straightened out. But, uh, but Tom, yeah, it, it, it wasn't the uh, first half that uh, Doug Ramsey was hoping for. No, not at all, but it, it started out okay. Uh, they, they held their own, uh, but just too many big plays. We saw that the first time uh, here uh, in week five. And once again, the same scenario tonight where, uh, you know, St. X is very talented. They're very quick. They're big up front on the offensive and defensive lines. And when you put all that together and you pop it out, uh, good things are going to happen for that team. And so far for the St. X Bombers, uh, a commanding 28-7 to halftime lead uh, here at St. X. Uh, we go to the scoreboard with Steve Bengal and get you all caught up with the scores from all over the area. I want to just give a big shout-out to Jim Roop, who's listening to us on the Sacred Heart Radio app out in Los Angeles. He's the morning uh, news anchor for uh, KABC, 790 AM, uh, out there, class of 77 elder grad, and a f- fellow band member uh, with me, uh, you know, uh, all, all the cool kids back sure, then played yeah. in the band. Now, you know, they call them band nerds or something. Uh, we weren't. We were the cool guys. We would never say that. No. no. <laughs> so, and there's a, quite a few other elder guys uh, from the class 77. I was 78, but they let me into their little Good. social club. So, But, Steve, let's go over to you and uh, get people caught up in uh, the scores throughout the area. And most of these games are, are at the half. Um in uh, Division One, Region Four action, Molar Crusaders off to a slow start, zero-zero after the first quarter against Fairfield. They're now up at halftime, twenty-one to nothing over Fairfield, and, and uh, starting to get some momentum and uh, really rolling. Princeton um, up early over uh, Sycamore, seven nothing, and Sycamore. Uh, Got close with six, missed the extra point, and uh, then Princeton scored again. So at the half, it's 14-6, to six, Princeton over Sycamore, and uh, those two teams will play. So it could be an old uh, Moeller-Princeton uh, game. Used to be always week 10 back back in the day. Uh, so uh, kind of you know, a little throwback action there. Uh, the, the opposite number game here, uh, uh, Lakota West and Milford, uh, Lakota West up early, fourteen to nothing. Milford came back with a, a score, so at the half it's fourteen to seven, and the winner of that game gets the winner of this game, Saint X Elder. In uh, Division Two Region Eight action, Piqua ten and zero in the number one seed is up ten to nothing over Withrow right now. It's Edgewood thirty four, uh, Stevens uh, seven, Winton Woods twenty four, Kings seven, uh, LaSalle over Anderson. 
uh, 17 to nothing. Um, LaSalle hit a 23-yard field goal to go up. Um, Anderson missed a 34-yard uh, field goal in that in the game, or 37-yard field goal uh, try, when they were down seven to nothing, trying to catch up. So um, LaSalle uh, looking good in that one. In Division Three, Region 12, it's Baden 10, uh, Lima Shawnee nothing, Chaminade Julian seven, St. Mary's uh, nothing. In the Division Four action, Wyoming over uh, St. Paris Graham, eight to six at the half. It's Clinton Massey twenty-one, Waverly fourteen, McNicholas twenty-one, Bethel Tate nothing, and uh, McNicholas uh, will play the winner of the Eaton West Milton Milton Union uh, game uh, going on right now. We'll try to get you that score uh, as as we move on in Kentucky. Well, and, uh, Tom knows somebody who lives in Eaton, so he'll call and get yeah, that score. Maybe, maybe yeah. they'll put it on the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what's going on. Yeah. It's it's Holmes 8, Scott 7 in uh, 4A uh, playoff action first week in Kentucky. And uh, Cubcath over Highlands right now, uh, 7 to nothing. And those games are at or near the half. And the Canfield Cardinals over the Hubbard Eagles right now, 14 to nothing at the half. Those are all the scores we have. We'll be following them and try, before we go off the air, to get you some pertinent finals and scores through the third and fourth quarter. And we'll try to get it from all over the state. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you up there. We're, we're not going to be broadcasting live from Roosters tonight. Uh, we're not going to be heading out. Literally, we'd be busting out of here within minutes, of course, uh, the way things are turning out here. It might not have been a bad idea, but we're going to do a post-game show from the booth uh, before uh, or after the game to get people caught up for all the scores. So we're going to take our first time out. It's the Colwell Banker Halftime Report. It's halftime, 28-7, to 7, St. X over Elder. We'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do. No job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Head to high school. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. 
We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. And we're back here at St. X uh, campus here at RDI Stadium, Balaban Field. Get all the uh, the names right here, guys. And uh, looking at uh, this game, 28-7, to uh, I mean, look, look. Uh, the Bombers are, have a big offensive line, big defensive line. Uh, they're very athletic in, in, in the areas, uh, the running backs, the wide receivers. Uh, it, it, it's a, a tall task. But I think, you know, with what, what Elder needs is to make the most out of every possession and perhaps hope for some turnovers, some interceptions to get things back because it's going to take a little bit of uh, – more possessions than they normally would get to get back into this one. It, it really is, and, and unfortunately uh, for Elder, St. X with the big plays, the 97-yard touchdown run. <laughs> yeah, the 30, when, yeah. When they kicked it down to the two. You did. I, I, yeah. I, I, we were saying up here, like, boy, they should just went for it because with their big play and boom, off they went for a right. touchdown. So, and then you know, 34-yard touchdown reception. Uh, it's just big plays that are backbreakers. Uh, and when they didn't convert the touchdown immediately, it changed the field and the whole bit. I mean, Elder's playing a clean game, uh, no turnovers. Uh, but, uh, you know, Nick, Nick Brock's from a great, great reception from Ben Hamilton, great pass from Ben uh, for their only score early, uh, mid-first quarter, I should say. Um, but once again, uh, you know, Elder was in a tough position where they were close to midfield, fourth and six. Fourth and seven on the 40, their own 45-yard line, and you wonder, uh, should they go for it on fourth down? Uh, conventional wisdom says no. They probably made the right call, but at the same time, at least one of those times after they punted, Mark, you said, right up to their back door, uh, and, and here's uh, Kellen with the 97-yard touchdown backbreaker uh, run. So it, it is what it is. Uh, these guys are – the Panthers are gutting it out. Uh some questionable calls, but, you know, the, the score doesn't dictate the, the officials or whatever. But uh, Mikey Kirsch with a with a great tackle on the one punt, and uh, they, they threw him for a 15-yard penalty because they said he didn't give him enough space to catch the ball. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, you're up against a lot of things here on the road. And uh, Doug and staff... Uh, need to pull a rabbit out of the hat to, to get back in this game and see if they can uh, secure a victory tonight. Steve, uh, the uh, Wildcat seems to be snuffed out a lot by the Bombers tonight, and uh, they're going to, I think, have to start looking into the their bag of tricks, the plays, try to mix things up and try to come up with some other options there. I think, you know, the idea is to get the ball to Drew Ramsey, but... Uh, you know, he's got five total yards offense in, in, in this half. Uh, uh, Luke Flowers has 33. Um, you know, I, I think they, they need to get the ball out to uh, uh, Drew Ramsey on the edge, get him in space. Uh, we saw that in the, 10 weeks ago in, in, against Covenant Catholic. Uh, they opened the season getting the ball to him in space, and I think that's what works. That's where he needs to be. If, when he's back in the walk, I, I know he threw one pass last week against uh, Cole Rain, but 99 times out of 100, you know, 
everybody in the building knows what's going and where it's going. And, and uh, phenomenal athlete as he is, it's like when when you got when you know when you can't move the trenches, there's not a whole lot he can do. Um, yeah, and you look at the stats. I think they have both teams have nine first downs. Uh, Elders winning the time of possession. Uh, Elder punted the ball three times. Um, but the but the thing that really sticks out is the 212 yards rushing uh, for St. X. And, you know, if you can't, when you're able to run the ball, then it opens everything else up in the passing game. And, and uh, with uh, Brandon McKay, it's quarterback, and Kellum is a running back. Uh, that's a one-two punch that, you know, they, they opened it up, and they were able to score a long touchdown against Elder's defense. And, like I said, once you can run the ball, everything else opens up. And of the 212 yards, 210 are, are, are Kellum alone. Um, Elder has 34 yards rushing in the first half. And, and uh, you know, that, that just makes it a, a long, tough slog, um, you know, if he can't run the ball. Yeah, you you, you got to mix things up. And, I, and we talked about it in the pregame show. We knew – that the Bombers were going to try to shut down uh, – or we were talking to Peyton Ramsey, Drew Ramsey, and uh, – but uh, they've, they've accomplished it. <laughs> they, yeah. They've completely – so Nick Broxterman uh, was a good outlet and, and Justin Ray. These guys are going to have to they come are. up big because those are the guys that are open. And and give credit to the elder offense. They they did do some misdirections to Justin Ray, uh, some, some end sweeps and stuff to try to – uh, you know, break up the uh, St. X defense. It, it worked a little bit, uh, but uh, down and distance are so important. And for the most part, uh, Elder needed to be in more second and threes instead of second and sevens. And, uh, you know, they just need to dial something up and, and, and let's hope for some turnovers that go Elder's way in the second half. Well, as we said, there will be no post-game show following this one. We're going to stay here and you know we're not heading out to roosters we're going to be staying here stay tuned for that afterwards and uh, we'll get you all caught up on that and guys i get you know we we've kind of went through the keys of it but uh uh steve uh keys for the bombers is uh just keep, 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 keep yeah keep, keep on keeping on we talked about their balance in the first game their their yards rushing yards passing were, were pretty even and here uh they're even again uh 200 and uh 12 yards rushing and uh, 181 yards uh, through the air. So they're, they're right there. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're keeping a balanced offense, keeping the elders' defense on their heels. Keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, you're thinking elder needs to stop uh, Charles Kellum, and he's got uh, 210 yards rushing in the first half. That's ain't getting it done. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> big, but the, but the thing for the elder Panthers, they are a big strike offense. So there's plenty of weapons. Uh, you know they can uh, they they can score quickly. Uh, they can get back in this game, but you know they're running out of possessions. And uh, you know the uh, the standard, you know, running it down the field, passing it, intermediary passes, and and even getting like an, an eight to a ten play drive is going to take time. And to the they're to the point where they need probably need some turnovers in the second half, get some quick scores. And, and try to get some momentum on the side of the Panthers in the second half. Yeah, Tom, you and I were down on the sideline for most of the first half. Uh, temperatures are dropping high 30s uh, to about 40 right now. Uh, 
you know, perfect night for football, though. I don't think this weather is going to affect the game in any stretch of imagine, but for, for the fans, it is getting a little chilly out there. A little uh, frost uh, warnings here again tonight, the uh, third, fourth in a row. And, and uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's one of those uh, when we get to this time of the year, you get a little reflective how the, this season started back August 20th uh, uh, against Cub Calf back in the hot, heat, humid days. And here we are winding up just a couple weeks away from Thanksgiving, and it's hard to believe that the season zips by so long. We've done this a long, long, long time, guys, and uh, you, you, you see the cycle, and you're like, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, our, uh, this is if, if they're done, the players are done, we are done as well. Our football uh, uh, calling is, is, is finished. So you get, you know, you, you kind of like to see a, uh, come back here. We'd like to do it another sure. week, you know. Uh, yeah. Not to be selfish. So. We'll go out to Mason or wherever they'll uh, have the, the game staged, and uh, we'll be happy to be there. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, stay tuned for all the exciting call with Len Harvey and Phil the Thrill Bengal coming up at the second half. So it is halftime once again. Elder is behind the Bombers 28-7, to and you're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? 
Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to Balaban Field. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here just before the start of the third quarter. And the Panthers trailing at 28-7. It's been all St. Xavier. The Bombers getting 210 yards. Charles Kellum on the ground, 12 carries, 210 yards. But he had a 97-yard touchdown after the Panthers had pinned St. Xavier back to the one-yard line. And then uh, the next couple of plays uh, three from the three-yard line, Kellum goes 97 yards for the score to make it 28-7. to And it's been all. The Bombers outscored uh, the Panthers 21 to nothing in the second quarter. It was 7-7 after one quarter. St. Xavier got on the board first with a 28-yard pass by Mackay to McFarland to make it 7 to nothing. The Panthers scored with uh, at the 10-minute mark, 43-yard touchdown run by actually one-minute mark by Broxterman from Hamilton. And then St. Xavier in the second quarter scored on a two-yard touchdown run by Kellum. Um, and then McKellum a four-yard touchdown and Kellum with a 97 yard touchdown so a lot of things happening the bombers will get the ball first in the second half but it's imperative phil that they get a stop uh, the panthers can't allow another score absolutely elder needs to get a get a score or get a stop real quick and a stop and a score i mean it's almost like a uh, you know you talk about it sometimes in hoops Updated you talk about getting the uh, getting the idea of, of stop, getting a run going you know you got to get a stop and a score and you got to get another stop and a score that's basically what Elder has to do. They got to get a stop. They got to get a score, and then they got to go back out. They got to get another stop and another score. And it doesn't matter if that score is is six or three. Elders just got to start putting points up on the board and keep X out. Right now, the problem though is being down three scores and going up against this St. X offense, which probably with Kellum and being able to rush the football will have the ability, if they want to be patient at any point could really start working the clock. So Elder's got a couple of things up against them here. I mean, down three scores, and you would say with two quarters there's plenty of time, but the way that this game has been going, uh, where we've had some longer drives for the Panthers, we've had some quick scores for the Bombers, so we'll just have to see kind of where that all plays out. But St. X is going to receive this football. Mauer has, has almost put every kick into the end zone for quite some time now, so we're hoping that they're going to be working with a 20-yard, uh, working from the 20-yard line. Yeah, although it didn't matter at the one-yard line, a <laughs> 97-yard touchdown. But let's see what happens here to start the second half. Panthers in their white jerseys, the road white with the purple numbers, and the white pants along with the purple stripe, the white helmet. Meanwhile, St. Xavier's all decked out in their blue uh, with the white helmets and the white numbers. But the Panthers will kick off from left to right. Of your radio dial, they've got to line up with two people back, Kemper and Kirk. And we'll set up from, see if uh, Maurer can kick this one off to start the third quarter into the end zone. 28-7, St. Xavier Bombers on top. And now Maurer will look to start this third quarter. And this kick is going to go into the end zone and take him back. And that will go to the 20-yard line. Holding Realty is proud to bring you Elder Panther football the next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one. 
Call these elder grads uh, at Hoding team members at John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tino, Tim Obermeyer. Let's get that right. Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 to visit them on the web at Hoding, H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. St. Xavier Bombers going to go on offense now with... A first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. They'll line up with Kellum in the backfield. They have Mackay now, shotgun. Kellum's off to his left side. And now and now the give again to Kellum. Kellum across the 20 to the 25, and he's out to the 32-yard line. A gain of a dozen for Kellum, who had 210 yards, 97 on one run in the first half. And, man, St. X did a great job blocking the edge on that one, just getting around, getting a hat on a hat. Elder went with kind of a four-man front with Nathan Scher being the stand-up end on the left side, still just trying to combat that, and Elder just couldn't dominate that edge. So big pickup, St. X easily gets that first down. First and ten from the 31, three wide receivers to the left, two to the right, empty backfield for Brandon McKay, and they'll set up now. Now now they're going to go with Kellum in the backfield. As they change it up a little bit in motion, they continue with Claire now going in motion. And now the give to Kellum. Kellum across the 30, 35 to the 40, 45, and he's to the 50, 45, elder territory. And out of right around the 32-yard line, he is taken down at the elder 32-yard line in a big run. There's Zach Gutekunst coming off of the pile for the Panthers. But another just just huge run for Kellum get down the field and getting over that edge. So just really just a very impressive uh, uh, job there by Kellum uh, getting the ball down. But this is exactly what Elder did not want to do coming out is give up a lot of points uh, and, and especially movement to St. X. And St. X comes out again doing something direct, a little quick. Direct snap to Kellum. Kellum's going to pitch it to the right side to McFarland. McFarland 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15 to 10, the 5, and he's into the end zone. 32-yard touchdown for McFarland on the pitch from Kellum. Just like that, with 10.43 to go here in the third quarter, St. X with bringing on Roe Miller here, looking to increase their lead to 35, but but St. X just absolutely dominating the first series out of the locker rooms, just able to move the ball into Panthers. Elder trying some different things to get a push and just just not able to, to fight back at all up front. So now it's going to be up to the Elder offense to come out and make sure that they can chip into this lead. Unofficially, I think that was 80 yards and four plays with uh, 10.43 left in this one, and Miller looks to add this extra point. And it is up and good. So with 10.43 remaining in the third quarter, it's St. Xavier 35 and the Panthers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialist, ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Welcome back to St. Xavier High School, Balaban Field at RDI Stadium. And it's been all St. Xavier. Terrell McFarland, a 32-yard touchdown run on a pitch from Kellum. And it is 35-7. Bombers score in their first possession of the second half. They Scored in their last possession of the first half. 97-yard run by Charles Kellum. 
Kellum uh, and McFarland has been the show. 28-yard touchdown catch by McFarland and a 32-yard touchdown run. And with 10.43 left here in the third quarter, it's 35-7. to Bombers will kick off from right to left. And setting up here. And McFarland, in, and now it's going to be setting up its Dugan across the 10 to the 15. And he gets to the 23-yard line. And the Panthers will start off with having to go 77 yards on their drive. Uh, but, Phil, they've got to get something going on this drive. 35-7, to don't have a lot of opportunity. Absolutely. Half the score on this drive. Six points, three points, doesn't matter. Got to put one in the end zone and start cutting away. Now, St. X, though, coming out of, of halftime, if you remember, last time they played out here, we did see that X got that momentum with three quick scores. And right there, after that first drive and score, looks like X is trying to rebound with that momentum again. They'll set up with two wide receivers to the left side, one to the right on a first and 10 from the 23-yard line for the Panthers. And now the Flowers can't even hang on to the snap and just falls on the ball right at the 18-yard line. So a loss of five for the Panthers. So the Panthers just coming out of the locker room, not 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 looking good. I mean, just, just struggles there on defense, X executing perfectly, and then offensively right out of the gates. You know, a little bit of a miscommunication and a loss of five, so putting themselves in a very difficult spot. Second down and 15. The ball spotted at the 18-yard line. Ten minutes and three seconds remaining in the third quarter. 35-7, to seven, Bombers on top. They'll line up with Andrew Harp to the left side. They've got Ray also. And now setting up. Looks like Ramsey in a quarterback now. And Ramsey will roll to the left. Ramsey looking, looking to throw down the field and throws it into the stands. Incomplete. Just nothing there. I mean, Drew just Ramsey no no opportunity for Ramsey to run the ball. The X did a great job covering it. And then downfield, there was just nowhere to throw the football. I mean, that one was well over the sideline of the Panthers. The St. X Bombers executing their plan out of the gates. I mean, they're one of the top teams in this region, obviously, by our Harbin Point rankings. And we know what they've, they've played. They've played one heck of a schedule. So even if you look at the losses, it's not like they're losing to, to teams that aren't any good. I mean, so... They, they've lost to some, some powerhouse teams, and they're absolutely showing how good they are tonight. And that's the thing that in the playoffs is just scary. Third down and 15 for the Panthers at the 18. Three wide left, one to the right. Hamilton steps back at his 11. Now looks to throw down the field, and it's complete. Over to Ramsey, and Ramsey gets to the 40 of around the 45-yard line before he's taken down. Nice gain of 27 for the Panthers, but Ramsey gets hit pretty hard, and he is coming up a little bit yeah drew's yeah. drew's very slow to get up on that on that uh on that one there um kind of went into a little bit of a pile there with a couple of guys but he's he's over on his back now just slow so hopefully nothing big st x's uh athletic training staff were, were first to the spot because it was right in front of their sideline now elder staff is coming over yeah ramsey just got looks like he got the wind knocked out of him he's uh, getting up but a big hit right at the 45-yard line. But the Panthers get a first down with 9.36 remaining. This game is brought to you by Pet Wants. Pet Wants sells fresh pet foods by the pound and is made locally in Ohio. And with free next-day delivery, visit them online at PetWantsCincyWest.com. 9.36 remaining here in quarter number three. 35-7 Bombers. The Panthers get some positive yardage to the 
right around the 44-yard line is where they're going to mark it. And here's your opportunity for elder offense. Go ahead and turn us into points. you got a, got a good pick up there. Get your confidence back. Go ahead and turn us into points. Get into the end zone. Get your defense back out there after a long mower kickoff. Get a stop this time, and then you can, can really turn it around. Two wide receivers to the right side on a first and 10 at the 44 for the Panthers. Mikey Kurtz goes in motion to the left side. And now setting up, Hamilton looks and gives it to Flowers. Flowers across the 40, uh, right to the 44-yard line. Not much doing. Gets stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Not anything doing there. First ice for the Cyclones happened already, October the 30th. So get your tickets. You can get full or partial season tickets now. Heritage Bank Arena will be rocking again this season. So visit CyclonesHockey.com for schedules, promotion, and fun. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. Sam Burkle with the tackle for St. X. Just St. X's defense alignment and linebackers really able to shed their blocks and just come up and make plays, which is really hurting Elder's running attack. Second down and 10 from the 44-yard line with 8.44 to go here in the third. Ramsey goes in motion to the left. Hamilton now steps up, throws, looking down to the left, and it's incomplete. Intended for Ramsey, but it was knocked away at the last second by Chase Herbstreet. Yeah, Brandon Bearswell made the play on that one for uh, the St. Xavier Bombers down the sideline there and just really reached out and able to get a hand up uh, in coverage on Ramsey. And what looked like was going to be a pass by Hamilton was going to lead him down the field and just swat it down. So third and ten for the Panthers, and this is, I mean, really do-or-die time. Setting up now with uh, 8.35 to go, third quarter, 35-7. to seven. Bombers, third and ten from the 44. One wide receiver to the right side. They line up three to the left. Hamilton back at his 38. Now steps in. Now steps up in the pressure. Rolling to the right. Throws and contended for Ray. And it is incomplete. Knocked away by Eli Kirk. And nothing going there. So the Panthers going to bring out the the punting unit here and get the ball back to the Bombers with 8.30 to go here in the third quarter. You know, St. X up 35-7. Elders defense, they get a stop here. Elders still got some life on offense, but if Elders defense isn't able to keep X out of the end zone, this one is getting way out of reach for the Panthers. And here's Ramsey. We'll kick it to the left side. Now it'll end over end around the 25-yard line for for Versansky, and he gets Luke Versansky. Versansky will have it at the 25-yard line. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with the Red Wing Shoe Store's ultimate fit experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations at Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Well, Phil, you mentioned it. They've got to get a stop here on uh, on a first and 10 at the 25. They've got Kellum in the backfield. Kellum's had over 200 yards already in this game. They set up with Mackay under center. And now he's going to roll out. He's going to look to throw the football down the field looking. And Claire is open at the 40 of Elder to 35. And he's out at right around the 32-yard line. What a setup there. And just all day to throw that football. Bradley Hornschmeyer was in coverage for the the Panthers with Claire, but Claire was just able to really get a step ahead of him. So Max Claire, uh, you know, a guy coming into this season, has just been incredibly successful as a a tight end. 
I mean, he's he's put up over over on probably tonight, adding everything tonight. We're over 600 yards uh, for him receiving. Just just some big catches tonight. You remember right out of the gates, big catches uh, to move the ball. And there's another one in St. X, just really going after it here. They've got Mackay in the shotgun. They've got three wide receivers to look in the throw. It's complete to Farrar. Farrar to the 25, and he's still with it with a stiff arm to the 20. And out of bounds at the 19, Bartley Thomas got a hand in there. Yeah, forced him out of bounds, and, and but not after not after Farrar had already shaken off a couple Elder Panthers. Just St. X's offense just really going fast and going at you know, some of the, the spots where they have distinct matchup advantages against Elder's defense. And they're not taking any chance. They're just going for the jugular right here with a first and 10 at the Elder 19-yard line. One wide receiver to the right, one wide receiver to the left side. Mackay, he's got Kellum to the right side. Now he goes in motion. Now we're going to get a flag down, too much motion. Yeah, just a false start on the Bombers. So it's going to back them up here a little bit. 7.37 to go here in the third quarter with Elder down 35-7. to If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue, Denner, Glenway Avenue, across from Pet Boys. First down and 15 from the 24-yard line. Makai shotgun. Kellum goes in motion to the left. One wide receiver to the right. Kellum again in motion. To the right side, and now looking Mackay all day. Now rolling to his left, rolling to his right. He steps back at the 39, looking to throw down the field, and finally just throws it away. But he had too much time. Yeah, and all that motion, what they were really trying to get down the downfield, just trying to see if they could get a receiver to open on a couple of just you know one-on-one coverages. Jay Farrar again, kind of running a corner route, just see if they could get him out there. Kellum went in motion. But really, like you said, Len, all the time in the world to throw that football. Just really no pressure from the Panthers because everybody who could possibly, you know, come up and provide some of that pressure besides the linemen were in coverage. Jay Farrar to the right side. They've got two to the left side, including Versansky. And they'll line up with uh, Mackay in the shotgun with a second and 15 from the 24. Versansky goes in motion. Now looking Mackay, looking to throw. Here comes the rush. The throw is complete. It's over to it's that man again, Max Clare, and it's inside the 15. He's to the elder 12-yard line, a gain of a dozen. It'll be third down coming up. Mackay just threw that football, almost looked like a, a middle screen to Claire, but it was not. I mean, that was just the rowdy ram, but St. X going straight to the ball. Second and f- second down, now setting up here. Third down, actually, looking Mackay. He throws it across, and setting up in, in open is McFarland, and McFarland gets to about the two-yard line. And just a little hitch in his step, able to get some separation and pick up that first down. And, and while St. X here is looking uh, right there at that, uh, putting another one into the end zone and then getting, they put this one into the end zone, we're, we're in the running clock territory. Yeah, that's uh, never liked that running clock uh, rule, you know, especially in the playoffs. But I guess, you know, you got to do what you got to do, right? 6.55 to go here in the third quarter with a first and goal at the three. Two wide receivers to the right. Kellum's going to have a direct snap here. Mackay goes in motion. Kellum gets a direct snap inside the five, and he gets to the one. Does he get in the end zone? I don't think he got in. Yeah, I don't no, think there's gonna, any, yeah. They're going to mark him at about the, the half-yard line here. Put the ball in. It's, it's definitely half, but they're going to go straight to the ball like St. X has done so many times before. Here's Mackay going to run it into the end zone. I think he might have it. Let's see what the official word with the ball is. 
Just see where they come up. They're calling. They're not yeah. signaling anything yet. And I think, yeah, I think they're going to say he never crossed it. So, you know, you're still though. You know, that was a uh, end goal. So now yeah. it's now it's going to be third and goal. And I mean this. Yeah, football is, I mean, as close as it Barely. can. Barely. I mean, it's with, like you could just push it in now. They could just try the same play. Right. Just not able to get yeah. a big push on that last one. Elders D-line keeping them out. So another opportunity to get a pushback. And then maybe we see Roe Miller's leg come out to score on this one. Third down and goal at the one. Makai rolls to his right. Looking, he's got Kellum wide open for the touchdown. Same same, same play, play they ran to score that touchdown at the other end. Same play again. So uh, the Panthers not able to get that stop. And, and right now you're looking at uh, Roe Miller comes out and makes this kick. It's 42-7. to seven. It'll be 42-7 to seven, uh, a Bombers. But Elder just not no, – no real strength, no real – pushback against St. X's high-powered offense. And the other thing is, is to realize about St. X's offense, this is not just what they're able to do. It's how fast they do it. They oh. get to the ball quick, and they're making reads, so it really keeps your defense, you know, their heads, enough stuff that they have to do, but it really keeps their heads on a swivel. Looking to add their 14-point of the quarter. Here's Low Miller with the kick is up, and this one is good. So 5.53 remain here in the third quarter. It's been all St. Xavier. They lead it 42-7. to We'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to St. Xavier High School, Balaban Field at RDI Stadium, and it's been all... Bombers. They lead it 42 to 7. Kellum scores again. Kellum has scored from two yards on a catch, four yard run, 97 yard run, and a one yard touchdown catch, which was the same play that was in the second quarter. So seven, and Low Miller looks to kick this one off, and he does, and it's taken Auten Reeb at the 10 to the 15 to the 20, and he's taken right down, right around the 21 yard line by Max Bonner. And so just a big stop there for the Bombers on the kick. But so, like they mentioned, you know, like we mentioned before, it's going to be a running clock once they set this here, this set this ball in. So the Panthers going to be really having a clock against them. It's 42-7. to uh, You know, definitely a lot of scores needed here for Elder to really make some sort of a comeback. But you, you hope, as the Panthers, is that they're able to move the football, get one into the end zone, slow this clock down to give them an opportunity to get back in this football game. Three Wide receivers to the left and one to the right with a first and 10 at the 22 for the Panthers. Hamilton at his 16. Now steps back at around the 14, does a screen to Ramsey, complete 25, 30, 35, and he's out to the 37-yard line, a gain of 15 and a first down. Good blocking downfield for the Panthers, and you'll probably see Elder go a little bit quicker on offense if they, you know, if it's not a position here where the ball is, the clock 
you know, doesn't stop, obviously, since we're running clock territory, but just this is your normal procedure, taking time on first down, so the Panthers making sure they get everything right. 4.35 to go third quarter, 42-7, to St. Xavier. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 37. They go setting up with Georges in motion, now looking Hamilton to his left. Hamilton still rolling to the left, looking down the field, and it is incomplete. It was, it was intended for Harp at around the 22-yard line. So with 4.10 to play as the clock continues to run. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, and your West Side experts as Caldwell Banker. Buying your dream home or selling your current home is skillfully guided by your Caldwell Banker agent, 922-9400, or visit them on the web at cbhomes.com. 3.50 remaining in the third quarter, 42-7. St. Xavier on top. One wide receiver now to the left side. Make that They're going to go three, see if they put Kirch in motion again. They've got Harp to the right side. On the second and ten from the 37. Here's Hamilton back. He gets a little bit of a rush still with it. Throws it. To, it's incomplete intended uh, for Ramsey. And it was just uh, he had it and lost it. Ben Hamilton got pulled down on that one just trying to get the ball away. Not not much really going on that one. Score updates for you uh, uh, looking here. Uh, Moeller. 28, Fairfield nothing. That game's in the fourth quarter. Princeton 21, Sycamore 14 in the third. Lakota West 35, Milford 7 in the third. LaSalle 17 to 7 over Anderson. And Winton Woods 31 to 7 over Kings. So some good scores there. Moeller doing a good job there against Fairfield, you said. That's uh, right here. St. Xavier leading at 42 to 7 with 242 to go. In the third, two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Mikey Kirch goes in motion. Now it's Justin Ray in motion to the left side. Hamilton steps back at his third down call and now looks and throws it down the field. And it is incomplete intended for Harp. Good coverage on the play by yeah, Alex Ben Kemper. Hamilton's down and he, he's, he's, he's hurt. Hopefully it's on the defensive got, got hit on that one. Yeah, right at the end. He's been he's been having that all game. And Hamilton's still uh, down. Here comes the coaching staff, and hopefully it's just he got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's 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 definitely, uh, you know, on his arm or his hand, I think, on that last throw. But right now, I mean, I think, you know, Coach Ramsey kind of taking the opportunity as he gets out there to, you know, get on the offense a little bit to, you know, try to get something going and keep playing. You know, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if, what the score is or whatnot. If you're out on the field, you still got to do your job, protect your teammates. So he's kind of getting after the guys a little bit, hoping that, that breathes some fire into them to, you know, finish this game strong, finish your season strong. You know, that's the thing. I mean, you got to finish your season strong. You just can't hang it up in the middle of the third. Fourth and ten at the 37, and Ramsey will punt this one away. He punts it from his own 25. Versansky back at his 28. And he gets to the 30, still with it, 35, and now finally at the 38-yard line, he was taken down by Josh Dugan. Yeah, Josh Dugan brought him down on that one after he's able to break up a few. So 2.08 here as the, the clock will start as soon as they set it and roll. So this will be a pretty quick end to the third quarter as St. Axel will probably – uh, unless they were to break off a big run, uh, I, I would think that they would uh, 
be at that position where this is going to go into the third quarter, and they've made some substitutions. Makai's still out there at the at the quarterback, but changing a little bit in the backfield. They've got Versansky in the backfield now, and now the give to Versansky, and Versansky's going to go across the 40. He's to the 45, to the 48-yard line, and a gain of nine on first down for Versansky. And Nathan Scher coming off of uh, the pile on that tackle as well as uh, looking at that, I think it was Maddox Arnold. Yeah, Maddox Arnold came up on that one, but St. X going right back to it. Setting up with a second and one from the 48. Three wide right, Makai shotgun. Now the give again, Versansky, 50, 45, and he's hit right at the 45. Now breaks a tackle to the 41-yard line. Yeah, Bartley Thomas went at at his shins he never really actually went down on that one and then henry heights had to come in and clean that that up but that moves the ball up to the 41 for st x with a minute to go here they're still happy to just keep moving that football 55 seconds and counting in the third quarter 42 to 7 st xavier the give to versansky he's across the 45 and now steps and falls and he's going to be tackled right at the 46 yard line their own 46 So that with 35 seconds might be the, see if they get one more playoff. Yeah, we'll see when they actually put this ball in as far as when the official started to run the play clock. But uh, the way that X is moving around, they're going to have to run one more, I think, here before we get into the third quarter. With 15 seconds now and counting, uh, second and 15 from the 48 and now the give to Versansky and then Versansky gets to the 45 and right around the 44 yard line of Elder but that will be the end of the third quarter of play with the score St. Xavier 42 and the Elder Panthers 7 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network a visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist's Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio, 513-401-7531. Welcome back to St. Xavier High School, Balaban Field. We get ready for the start of the fourth quarter, but it's been all St. Xavier. They lead it. 42 to 7 they've really flexed their muscles tonight phil absolutely i mean good remind you going back to that first game even though that that big run by kellum took place in the first half that was kind of like the the return kick so elder just not able to get anything going uh in the third quarter and st x looking to punch another one in here's versansky and he gets to the 30 uh, right around the 40 yard line of elder on that uh, third down so We'll see where they uh, mark it. They're actually with 11.39 to go here in the in the fourth. It's going to be a fourth down coming up. So they will look to punt this one away. 
Panthers will, Gutekunst will be back at his nine-yard line. And they'll set up with Claire to punt this one away at the 45 with a fourth and ten. And now this kick is going to just bounce. Let's see. No, it's going to stay up in the air right around uh, where it is a fair catch called for by Gutekunst right at the 14-yard line. Look no further than Hemlock Hills Resort Rentals for your top-of-the-line vacation cabins throughout the Smoky Mountains. From small couples' cabins to large family reunion units, visit them all at hemlockhillscabinrentals.com. And 11 minutes and 8 seconds to this one, and the clock is a running clock, so the Panthers will have it with a first and 10 at their own 13-yard line. See if they can get something going. Yeah, it would be, be nice to see them, uh, you know, get a little bit going and get something into the end zone. Set up now. They got uh, they got Schuster in a quarterback now, and he gets across getting some playing time. This is great for, you know, the kids to get in the game and get a playoff action, even though, you know, it's out of hand yeah, here. Yeah, and just kind of allowing different guys to get some opportunity to play. But as that clock rolls here, it's going to be a pretty quick fourth quarter. Yeah, with 10.30 and counting. And we'll set up with, uh, as in a quarterback again, Ben Schuster. Ben's done a good job when he's come in the game. He's had a couple of instances. He's six of seven uh, and for a touchdown. Set up with Schuster. We had two wide receivers to the right side. And two to the left side with uh, second down and eight from the 15-yard line. And now Schuster's back, looking to throw down the field, and he throws, and it is complete to the 27-yard line and out of bounds right around the side. That's Justin Ray. Ray. Yeah, Justin Ray gets a catch on that one. St. X has done some substitutions on defense as well, so everybody trying to get some different guys some opportunity to play tonight. It'll be a first down and 10 at the 27-yard line, 9.32 to play in the fourth quarter, 42-7. to Alex and we'll set up for the Panthers. As again, getting people in the game. Ben Schoester getting a chance to play. Three wide receivers to the right. They go Schoester, shotgun. And now they go Mikey Kirch, uh, Carson Brown rather, in motion to the right. And now rolling is Schoester. Schoester steps up, throws its complete uh, around the 34-yard line. On and the there play. is a penalty da- marker down right around the 28-yard line. Yeah, Nick Salamone with the reception for, for the Panthers. Downfield. Yeah, ineligible downfield for, uh, for the Panthers. Just, again, a little lineman getting into the game, just – don't have their head head in the right spot, and they get downfield blocking. So that completion is going to mark this one all the way back there to make it a first and 15 now. 8.22 to play in the fourth quarter, and it's 42-7 to Bombers here. Panthers have had a great season, though. They've had a, they had a tough schedule all year long. Uh, wound up being 5-5, five and five, making the postseason, and then uh, winning last week in Colerain in uh, great fashion in triple overtime. And then ran into a buzzsaw here with the St. Xavier Bombers. First and 15 now setting up. And now Schuster looks to throw. And Meyer, it's incomplete. It was intended 
for number 89, and it was uh, Luke Wilmick. Yeah, Luke Wilmick comes up with the – tries to make the reception on that one. Just nothing doing for the Panthers. Uh, so, again, just trying to get something on offense as we're looking at a second and 15 as that clock continues to roll to about the 730 mark here in the fourth quarter at St. Xavier. Yeah, 42-7 to is the score. We'll set up here with a, a second down and 15 to go right at the 22-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left. Schuster in the backfield by himself with three wide receivers to the right. They go in motion, setting up as Carson Brown, and now looking to throw his Schuster to the right. Schuster looks down the field, and it is almost intercepted, intended for Justin Ray, and that would have been a touchdown. Yeah, that would have been a quick pick there on that. Uh, Schuster tried to Justin Ray, just a great coverage there by, for the uh, for the Bombers on that play. Also uh, number. Couldn't get the number on that one because I only got the two deep. And, and if you've been uh, around yeah. St. X before, the, the two deep only does you so good. Yeah, you need you need the big roster. Yeah, to get to have the uh, four deep the, there. It's the scroll. It's yeah. a, I like to say the scroll. Uh, third and fifteen for the Panthers at the twenty-two yard line. They line up with two wide receivers to the right and two to the left side. Schuster back at his sixteen-yard line in the shotgun. On this third and 15, looking to roll to his right and throws his complete salimony across the 20 to the 21-yard line. Not much doing there. It'll be fourth down coming up with 6.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. But, uh, partner, it's been a great season. I've got to tell you, I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. We had some great games, some some instant classics. Uh, it's tough to end it this way, but, uh, you know, sometimes... This is what happens. Absolutely. Been, the Panthers have had a great season. I mean, it's a, you know been one that's been fun to follow. And a team, too, again, that uh, a lot of people you know, weren't expecting them to, to be in the position that they were. They played one heck of a schedule that so many teams throughout the city would have just completely shied away from. And I'll say that about a lot of the GCL schools. And that's that's a hill I'm always willing to die on, okay? And and, and I don't care who that, that makes angry. But, you know, it, it shows, too. The teams that play those types of schedules are the ones that are successful in the playoffs and, and going to be left, obviously. You know, tonight, unfortunately, one of the GCL South teams is going to be out. But by the scores I'm looking at, they're going to, you know, pan, GCL South going to have three or four teams yeah. still in uh, the OHSA playoffs in Division One and in Division Two. So, you know, kudos to them with the schedules that they play and the things that they do. Um, but this, again, was a year that Elder just kind of struggled a little bit early, but gets into the playoffs and takes on a team like uh, Cole Rain and beats them in one heck of a thriller at home. Uh, and then tonight, you know, has some life at the beginning, but just not able to get something going. But great season for the Panthers and, and you know, senior class moving on to, to their next sports or, or maybe that was it for some of them. You know, we wish them well as they continue to go forward. Yes, exactly. And Jack O'Malley, a quarterback, setting up now for the Bombers. And the run to the right side, and it's uh, right around the 40 to the 37-yard line. That was uh, number 40. And that was Napier on the carry for St. Xavier. As again, got to go to the, the three and four deep, as you, uh, you mentioned, Phil. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this has uh, been a great, you know, one of those seasons where, as you mentioned, not a lot expected. They they came in and, you know, at a tough start. They had in that middle road of three losses. But 
if you look at just how they got better and better towards the season and you know you run into the St. Xavier team I mean anybody's gonna this is a, this is a, this is a very good good team here and they got it at the 40 and they're going to be tackled right at the 38 of Elder here with 403 remaining 42 to 7. Yeah, and at the bottom of that pile coming up for the Panthers making a tackle as we're trying to get, you know, make sure we get those guys in too. Nick Heisel yeah. comes up with the play on that one. And Elder right now looking at uh, defending the St. Xavier Vomers at a second and ten. So more opportunities for these guys. Yeah, 345 and counting in this fourth quarter, 42-7. to seven. And they set up with O'Malley at quarterback. They run to the, the right side. They've got uh, in number 40. And that's Stephen Napier to the right right side. And now it's a give to Napier inside the 35, and he gets to about the 32-yard line. And the Panthers, uh, a couple of different guys come up on that play. Andrew Rolfus coming up off the bottom of that pile. Several other guys. Yeah, Rolfus was in there, the six foot four, 210-pound junior, getting a chance to get in there. And, again, this will be good experience for them for next year, some of these kids – uh, getting a chance, and we'll get to see, um, you know, what we you know get from the quarterback position. And certainly, uh, Ben Shoster's done a nice job when he's been in so far. And uh, the carry to the 35 to the 32 yard line, with 2:45 remaining. And so moving moving forward, you know, the St. Xavier Bombers continue on. I know it's just a playoffs, which would uh, be you know kind of interesting to see how the rest of this goes for them. You know, the Elder Panthers tonight coming in. Uh, definitely, you know, thought that they had a chance, an opportunity, maybe to upset the Bombers, knowing that they were a huge underdog. But uh, St. Xavier's going to get the winner of West and Milford in a last check. That West, Lakota West, was up in that one, so that should be an interesting game. And that one will move. Those second games are going to move to neutral sites after after the first two rounds being at home. And O'Malley carried it down to the 21-yard line after the fake. So. Actually, 22-yard line is where they'll mark it, but uh, the Bombers get a little bit going with a minute 58 to go. Don't forget to stay tuned after. We'll have a Prep Sports Radio Network game night a little bit just of the scores and updates with Mark Bengal, with Steve Bengal, and Tom Kennedy. They do a great job every week, and uh, it's almost uh, sad to see this end. Yeah, get, get you through the bracket, too, so yeah. that's why I don't want to give you too much there. Just, just talking about where St. X is probably going to end up. But X right now will uh, watch the clock, watch the back judge, be classy here, and they're not going to look to punch one more in. So we're probably going to walk out of this one with St. X as a 42-7 to winner over the Elder Panthers. And they just take a knee, victory formation for the St. Xavier Bombers, and congratulations to them on another great season. And that will continue next week in the postseason. The Elder Panthers, uh, their run ends here, but uh, just uh, another Another good year. Coach Ramsey gets his 200th win, and just another they'll be back with another great season next season. Yeah, a lot of guys had some great years this year. Ben Hamilton, you know, Drew Ramsey, you know, put up some big numbers uh, in the backfield, stuff that we'll, you know, be able to look at it at the banquets and record books and things like that. But this whole unit, you know, great year. Uh, like we mentioned before, tough year, tough schedule, but they continue to, to push through throughout. And don't forget, you know, Nicholas Paff, yeah. who gets injured, you know, tears his ACL, continue to be support on the sideline and just be, you know, a great teammate and great captain. So the Panthers and the Bombers, this one is yeah. a final. This one's a final score. Chris Cameron, of course, as well, as you mentioned, another injury that didn't get a chance to play in this one. But 
We're going to come back. Uh, we will talk about the Cooper Electric star of the game, and then we'll also uh, keep it here for the Prep Sports Radio Network game night, and we'll uh, go over some scores and brackets and all that. But uh, Elder not uh, victorious tonight, but, uh, you know, a great season, and we'll talk about that when we return. The final score is St. Xavier 42 and the Elder Panthers 7. And we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. This is Cardinal Raymond Burke. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Balaban Field, and uh, it's also St. Xavier High School and RDI the stadium and a lot of names to uh, do, but a 42-7 to win for St. Xavier, but the Cooper Electric... Star of the game, the Panthers get their lone touchdown, and they wouldn't have been able to do that without Nick Broxterman, who had one catch for 43 yards and a touchdown and a nice catch into the end zone. So he is our Cooper Electric star of the game. Yeah, Nick Broxterman with that lone catch. Like you said, Ben Hamilton finished tonight 11 a 25 for 179 yards with that touchdown being the, the big cap of his night. But, you know, he, he get, Nick Broxman gets a star of the game there, gets Panthers on the board. But, you know, Len, like you said before the break, you know, we, we I, I failed to, as we were calling the final there, to mention Chris Kammerer as well, another guy who didn't get to finish out a season due to an injury in that LaSalle game. So, you know, a couple of guys just, uh, uh, you know, didn't end on the terms that they probably wanted to end. But, I mean, heck of a fight by the Panthers. You know, throughout this season, and, and you know, we we hate wrapping these things up. And Elder's gonna, you know, have to have to think about this as they go back to the pit on the buses for the final time, and and uh, have to deal with this one. Uh, you know, a difficult loss, always having to come out to a league rival in the playoffs and play the home game. That's always tough uh, to do and have to lose here. But uh, great season for the Panthers. Really happy to be a part of it again, and and wish you know. The upperclassmen are graduating, the seniors are graduating, you know, the best as they continue to move forward. But those underclassmen see what it takes. They see the work. They see what they got ahead of them, and they know that, well, it's, uh, you know, it's time to get to work. Uh, if, you're, if, if you're not doing anything moving forward, it, they better be working. Right. Well, you know, it's one of those things you look at uh, the season as it uh, goes down. You know, in August we get all excited. We've got that, you know, the November looks a long way away when you're when you're starting in August. And, uh, when you go through some of the season, it just goes so quick. And we, we just, uh, you know, love the way these kids fight. Uh, Drew Ramsey tonight finishes the season with his with three catches for 47 yards. And he put his heart in the GCL uh, player of the year that, you know, certainly GCL South player of the year and, and did a nice job all year. And a possession receiver did everything. Quarterback punted, 
Is there anything he didn't do, Phil? <laughs> no, I mean, he did a fantastic job and, and just, uh, you know, loved watching him play, loved watching a bunch of other guys, you know, getting out there and getting opportunities. But just like we said, Len, it's been one heck of a season yeah. for the Panthers. Not uh, These are always tough, uh, you know, no matter whether you lose at, at St. X against a league rival or whether you lose to a non-league rival out at uh, Mason or something like that. They're never fun to be a part of the end of the season you know, for players and coaches and fans. But, you know, we thank you, everybody, for their support this year uh, coming out to the pit. We love it, you know, coming out and, uh, you know, being at Elder High School. So it's just another fantastic year of football. It was a lot of fun. And, Phil, thank you for uh, putting up with me all year. I appreciate that. It's always a pleasure to get back every season and, and do this because uh, do it for, for the love of the game and, and just uh, watching these, these kids get better and better. So thanks to you. Thanks to uh, Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kennedy, to Paul back at the studio because without him we wouldn't be able to get these games on the air. So thank you so much for all you did all season. Once again, the final score, the St. Xavier Bombers 42, the Elder Panthers 7. No next week, but, uh, you know, we'll certainly thanks for a great season. Uh, we will see you again next season for Phil Bengel. I'm Len Harvey. So long from the pit. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Panther Game of the Week. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, where we'll wrap up and we'll go through everything here. So, so long from St. Xavier High School uh, for right now for us, and we'll come back with, with the guys on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by the Urology Group. The Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. It's time for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Brought to you by Rooster's Restaurant, a fun, casual joint. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with your hosts, Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, we are not live at Roosters, but we will be live at Roosters in a little while. Uh, the, the broadcast team is probably going to head out there and uh, have our end-of-season banquet, so to speak, yeah. and, and talk about... And we'll about, be signing autographs. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, come one, come all. Yeah, if, if you recognize a bunch of sullen-looking old men. <laughs> but, uh, guys, a tough loss tonight. I, you know, I, I didn't expect... Uh, it, it, things would have had to been a perfect night for the Elder Panthers to knock off this strong, uh, deep St. X Bomber team. 
but uh, things just got out of hand, and, and they are a, a tough team. And, Tom, you mentioned it. it it's hard to see anybody in, in uh, Region 4 that's better than this team. They're, they're strong. They have uh, very athletic wide receivers, running back, uh, DBs. Uh, the speed is where they need it to be. The size is where they need it to be. Brogan McKay, the quarterback, is a, a quality uh, guy. They, they just yeah, have it all there, together. And they won it all last year. They returned uh, 19 of their 22 starters or seniors. So uh, oh, a senior-laden senior team. Uh, they won the state last year. I remember a year ago uh, on that rain-soaking Friday night, they replayed the game or had to delay the game until Saturday in kind of the same kind of score it was tonight. So, uh, you know, hats off to St. X. Um, and the GCL, GCL is going to be represented uh, by at least St. X. And, and Steve, in a second, will tell us how many GCL schools remain. Well, you know, uh, Tom, they had honors this week in the GCL, uh, and, and some of our Elder Panthers uh, got some good uh, mentions in there, and, and uh, one of them, Drew Ramsey. And uh, it's, it's, I'm sure, sad for him that uh, the, the season ends, but... He, Steve, he still plays basketball, or did he uh, hang that up, uh, he Drew? He did not play last year, which would have been his junior year, obviously. And uh, what I'm, from what I'm hearing, he's he's not gonna gonna play this year either. Um, I, he, I, I got to see him play as a freshman and and a sophomore, and um, you know, very good player. Just how he is on the football field, very quick. Uh, he was a steel specialist. Um, yeah, so, but not to be. All right, Tom, let's go down the list of the GCL accolades uh, for the players. Sure, no problem. Uh, first off, like I said, player of the year, uh, Drew Ramsey pretty much did everything, as, as was mentioned by uh, Lenny and, and, and Phil. Uh, without a doubt, the, the, the player of the year in the GCL South. First team GCL offense, uh, Drew Ramsey, Ben Hamilton, who had a great year. He threw for over 2,800 yards, which was first in the GCL. And also first-team GC on offense was Andrew Harp. And uh, Andrew Harp ended the season with uh, 10 touchdown receptions. So uh, very good for Andrew. The first-team GCL defense for Elder was Andrew Spenny, uh, the fantastic middle linebacker uh, for the Elder Panthers, uh, led the Panthers in tackles on defense. He had three interceptions, a couple of forced fumbles, and a couple of fumble recoveries. Uh, also, sec- first team defense was Chris Kammerer, uh, a great defensive back whose uh, season came short, uh, shortened with an injury. And uh, the fine defensive lineman for the Elder Panthers, Samari Freeman, uh, also was first team GCL. And, and this is Tom Kennedy's uh, add to that list that I think was a tremendous oversight by the GCL. I think Nicholas Paff should also be first team. Uh, defense. If it was not for his injury, he led the team in tackles before he was injured at uh, uh, yeah, Louisville St. X's game. So, uh, Nicholas Payoff, congratulations on a great career. Uh, GCL second team on offense was Luke Flowers. Uh, Luke Flowers had a great year uh, running back. He had over 300 yards and six touchdowns. And he also had uh, the one touchdown and led the league and in, uh, in, in kickoff returns. So congratulations to Luke Flowers. And, and the, the most uh, surprising, but it really shouldn't be, was second-team offense for Mikey Kirsch. 
Mike, Mikey had uh, three touchdown receptions, and the one touchdown reception I remember vividly here at St. X in week five, uh, which put Elder on the board and, and, and got them close uh, into the first half. But he's a guy that gives everything he has. He's, he's, the, uh, he's the black and blue player that plays and has uh, blocking downfield for uh, others to get uh, additional yards. And then also second-team defense, to no one's surprise, is Zach Gutekunst. Uh, Zach, uh, great with tackles he had coming into the night's game. Uh, he had uh, 32 tackles. He also had three interceptions, so just, just a great overall uh, season uh, for Zach. And once again, guys, uh, we said in the pregame, uh, Elder had a very, very, very challenging uh, schedule. May have been one of the toughest schedules in the, in the country, definitely in the state of Ohio. Uh, and to come out of here at the season six and six, it's a, it's a hats off to Doug Ramsey and his staff, and it's a hats off to the leadership that these seniors had and keeping everybody uh, in the same, rowing in the same position, if you will, to get to where they were. Great season. Uh, it always has to end unless you're going to be the state champion. So it ended a little bit sooner than Elder thought, but great games, great season. Congratulations to the Panthers. Well, one of the stars on the Prep Sports Radio uh, post-game show, uh, Prep Sports Radio Game Night, is the, the Steve Geis Drumline Group. And uh, Steve is not letting us down. Uh, he did come out to uh, – uh, St. X, and uh, they're going to start playing here and get the uh, scoreboard going here, Steve. And let's uh, head it over to you. And, All right, we got uh, a lot of lot of lot of uh, pieces uh, here, Steve. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Well, it look. sounds good out here, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He made it all, all those steps. That's kind of a uh, 106. Yeah, yeah well, that, that, he very good, big, good man. Anyway, a uh, lot, lot of moving pieces here on the scoreboard, uh, but we'll let you know what we have in uh, Division One, Region Four. Molar Crusaders move on the number one seed with a 35 to seven victory over Fairfield, and they will move on to uh, play the winner of the Princeton Sycamore game late in the fourth quarter. That game is 23-21, Princeton over Sycamore. So we'll see where that goes. Maybe we'll get a final on that before we go off the air in a, a few moments. Uh, St. X, who won tonight here, will play Lakota West next week, who uh, were a 49-14 winner over uh, Milford uh, this evening. And uh, Lakota West goes to 10-1 uh, and one, uh, on, on the season. In uh, Region 8, Division 2, Edgewood all over uh, Stibens, 52-15, to 15, really sticking it to them. It's Winton Woods, 35, Kings, 7. Um, LaSalle was up on Anderson, 24-14 in the fourth quarter. We have a final on Division 3. Baden wins 17-0 uh, to, to nothing over uh, Lima Shawnee. Um, Got an update on that Princeton score, Steve. Uh, okay, Princeton in the fourth quarter is up 30 to 21 now, so an additional score. So uh, thank you, Tom Kennedy, for that. Um, final uh, McNick over Bethel Tate, 
uh, 49 to 13, and uh, McNick will move on to play the winner of the Eaton uh, West Milton uh, Milton Union. Did you get game. that score, Tom? We, I did not. We, okay. We, we don't have a final on that one. Well, he'll get it. Uh, Tom we'll, will get we'll, it. We'll let I'll you get know. it. We'll let I'm you all know over that one. Yeah. Your uh, ex-girlfriend we'll, from Eaton, right? That's right. Yeah. That's what we hear. That's a long time ago, Linda. Yeah, that's right. Um, Linda's never heard that joke before. Never. In, 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 <laughs> never. in Kentucky, it was Scott 35, Holmes 8, Covington Catholic big over Highlands uh, 38 to nothing. It was uh, Cooper uh, losing to Connor 14 to 3. Uh, late, Dixie Heights was over Simon Kenton 21 to nothing. In uh, Indiana, Lawrenceburg was over uh, Brownsville Station or Brownstown Central, 21 to seven, and East Central up on Martinsville, uh, 28 to to nothing. Around the state, uh, in uh, Division One Region Three, uh, New Albany over Hilliard Darby, 49 to 26. Upper Arlington was up 17 to six over Reynoldsburg in Region. Uh, Two action, Martin Marysville over Perrysburg, 35 to nothing. Uh, Toledo Whitmer uh, late is over uh, Centerville, 28-21. A final, uh, Finley over Dublin Kaufman, 38-8. to uh, eight. And those are all the scores we have around the state. I'll, I'll take a look and maybe we'll take a, a glance uh, around the uh, before we get out of here. And Steve Guy's drum line, they're walking back down to the buffet line that they have out here at St. X, and there he goes out the door and down the steps. There he there goes. Go. One so, last uh, time. One, don't don't yeah. trip. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people thought all he did was play the trombone, but no, yeah. he's multi skilled he can do a lot of different things Can- canfield did win uh the, the, they yeah. move on against hubbard and uh, that scores for seven. john currently out in peoria if you're out they'll play the winner of the steubenville Ch- chagrin falls uh kenston uh, game get your tickets now gotta get them online got that covid <laughs> protocol get them online so yeah so, uh, well, with this game ending early with the running clock, it's hard to get all the the finals from all over. Of course, last week when we went into triple overtime, we had every score every yeah. from every region in the state, but we, we didn't have it. But we're going to get out of here in a little bit and, had, like we said, have our post-game uh, little meeting, what we've done good and what we've done bad. And, Re- and, region uh, 2, Springfield over Dublin, <laughs> Jerome, uh, 34 to nothing. Ah. So they're, they're, they're moving They're on. moving in. Congratulations, yeah. Jerome. Springfield moving on. All right. Springfield, no no shock there. They're always a strong, powerful team. Well, with uh, we've been doing this PSRN thing for over 30 years, and uh, we've been blessed to watch a lot of great student athletes play for the Elder Football Program. And some of the years, the teams are absolutely loaded with all the tools needed for a great success, and they fall short. And you're like, how did that happen? Other teams might not be as deep in talent, but shocked some of the big-name programs. And this year had a great team and uh, exciting team to watch, but they had a murderer's row schedule. They fought and played with the best teams from all over the state, uh, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. Uh, if they were a good team, we played them. And, of course, facing the defending Division One state champs tonight, the St. X Bombers, in the second round, they fell short 
of advancing. Uh, but I want one thing proud of the elder football program is unique in the GCL as they nearly all have players come from the exact same parish feeder schools as they've had for generations. There are no magic transfers that show up or to fill key roster spots. They just have the same elder kids year in and year out. And that's why the elder faithful year in and year out show up and cheer on the boys at the pit every year. And last week, uh, Doug Ramsey reached the 200-win milestone. But unfortunately, win number 201 won't come until next year. Uh, With many new faces and a lot of high expectations that the elder fans and and, uh, coaching staff always have. And, And for us... Here at PSRN, if God allows, we'll be back again next year for another exciting action of elder football, learning all those new names as well, (laughs) and uh, watching new memories being made. And remember, please, please thank and support all our sponsors when you can. The support of these great businesses and sponsors makes all of this possible. Please, please do that. And lastly, a big thanks to all of you. All of our loyal listeners in town and also to those we see stretched out across the world's 24 time zones and one of them out there in the Pacific time zone, my friend Jim Roop, uh, he's in radio. He's, he's a pro. I'm, we're, we're, we're make-believe radio people. He, he's the morning news guy at uh, KABC in big, sunny California, Los Angeles. And so we're, we're glad the, the, the streaming technology brings a little piece of home to all you out there for wherever you may be. And uh, we are weeks away from Thanksgiving, and gosh darn it, Christmas is coming at us like a freight train. Uh, So have a great holiday season, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, have have a good time. I just want to say thanks to Steve Bangle, uh, my my brother, and uh, Tom Kennedy, my dear friend. Uh, uh, We have a great time doing this. Also, thanks back to at the studio to Paul Paul Lackman, the producer. And as Lenny said, without him, none of this would happen. And uh, we also, uh, you know, Phil Bengal, boy, Phil the Thrill without Phil. He knows. He yeah. had that, that, that blend of, uh, of stuff that uh, uh, he knows the police he teacher. Knows, he, knows he knows the, the kids. Athletes. <laughs> he right. knows he them does. all. And then also a big shout-out thanks to uh, General Manager 740 Bill Levitt. Uh, who makes everything go? So uh, we got a few more scores uh, in, uh, j- and uh, just one pertinent score. Uh, uh, we're going to make the call. Princeton is now up thirty-seven twenty-one over Sycamore. So next week, Division One, Region Four, it'll be Moeller Princeton f- face off against one another, and St. X Lakota West facing off against one another. Uh, details in the semifinals, to right, Steve? Uh, semifinals of Region Four. So details to follow, locations to follow, and as Tom Kennedy said before, buy your tickets online. Well, that's all the time we have here. For the guys I mentioned before, I'm Mark Bengel. Thanks again for everyone listening, and good night, everyone.